listening to Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina, delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 106.3. My favorite day of the week, Friday, but during the hours of 4 to 6, it's a Bud's Chicken and Seafood Friday. Mm. Crispy, crunchy, juicy, with just a little drop of grease in the corner of your lip. The greatest Fried chicken in Palm Beach County is voted by the people. The greatest chicken tenders made of USDA classified tenderloin is voted by me. If you can find a better tender anywhere, let me know. Good luck. Go to Bud's. Get you some Bud's chicken and seafood. And if it's not the best tender you ever had, I'll take you to lunch. It is Seafood Festival happening right now at Bud's Chicken and Seafood. For a limited time only, spicy shrimp, homemade crab cakes, crispy coconut shrimp. You can order online at budschicken.com. They're already known for the best fish sandwich in town. Um, and the dipping sauces are everything. They got the best sauces, period. And sides, crinkle cup fries, corn fritters, mac and cheese with hot sauce, creamy coleslaw, fudge brownies with powdered sugar on top. Mm. My favorite part about the Bud's thing, of course, the food is outstanding, but it's a local family-owned business. Bud started this in 1957. Grandkids run it now. It's always been in the family. It'll always be in the family. It is a true mom-and-pop success story. The American dream. Six locations, Palm Beach County. Now available for delivery. Order in advance. Pick it up. Pick it up through the drive-thru. Bud'sChicken.com. Bud's chicken.com to order ahead visit one of your six locations or have it delivered to you inside the cocktail hour that's tina that's stone this is frank sinatra it's the cocktail hour (laughs) for me it is right now all right let's get at it it is time now for the segment this year that cost home team listeners thousands and thousands of dollars it provided us countless hours of entertainment and amusement particularly at the expense of Stone, and particularly when Stone then fired back at Dean Thomas, a.k.a. Haterade. Yeah, what do you guys call him? The dealer of hope? Doubt. Doubt. Doubt dealer. He's a a doubt dealer. Yeah, he is a doubt dealer. Yeah, because he tries to put doubt in your head. Uh, The sixth thing Stone Lebanowitz promises will happen this weekend in sports. This is the final episode until football season returns, I think, if I remember correctly. Regardless, it is proudly today being presented by St. Lucie Battery and Tire, SLBT.com, home of honest, reliable service since 1970. Let's get it started at number six. And by the way, no football to pick this weekend. So oh, you, you got this is brutal for me. You use an <laughs> XFL? I mean, I'm struggling here <laughs> to put together what I'm promising to the public. No, I'm not using XFL. You could you could pick the dunk competition, three-point competition. You could pick the Delray Beach Open. Which I did. Uh, no XFL? No XFL. You're not doing anything with the Seattle the Sea Dragons? No, or the Houston Roughnecks. The Houston Roughnecks. The logo is pretty cool. I mean, it's the best one. Because it gives a little nod to the old Oilers. <laughs> it's got Texans colors and Oilers kind of logo. Tina has no idea what we're talking about. I know what the XFL is, but I haven't seen this logo. You're not hip on the St. Louis Battlehawks this year? <laughs> no. You don't know what their season outlook looks like? No. Um, I saw a whole promo today with Dwayne Johnson and his ex-wife, Danny. She's the uh, owner, I guess, of the league. 
So The Rock and his ex-wife, they brought back the XFL. It's their thing now. This promo was at least a minute and maybe a minute and a half. And instead of talking about the coaches and the players, instead of talking about any of that, it was literally the uniforms. It was just the uniforms. It was it was like they would show, they're like, the Houston Roughnecks. And then she would say something about the color scheme, and he would say something about referencing uh, the, the old Euler era. The promo had nothing stoned to do whatsoever with the players, the coaches, the game. No storyline. The entire piece was in the middle of Sports Center. It wasn't a commercial. In the middle of Sports Center. Told me nothing other than the colors. And this design incorporates a slight camouflage background for our nation's capital, the Washington Defenders. The Seattle Sea Dragons with an ode to the Pacific Ocean and the, and the color scheme. And the, I was like, who are they marketing this to? They are adopting the model of F1 in Live Golf. Team names, colors, groups of guys. That's kind of what they're trying to do there. It sounds like the XFL, the only thing that they've got going is the uniforms I and think the names. They, I think they know that no one <laughs> no one knows who's playing. Yeah, exactly. And, and the coaches are all considered has-beens. So it's like, what can we say? I mean, Oregon football is started. Wade Phillips a has-been? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Jeff Fisher's a has-been? Jeff Fisher, I read once, was the only human being who ever wore sunglasses where the lenses were smaller than his eyeballs. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> um, what I'm saying is, you've got to market on something. I remember when the XFL launched. You guys know. It was February. It was the week after Super Bowl 2001. And it was it's Vince- been around that long? No, no. It started then. It okay. lasted one it year. Canceled, oh, okay. then started, then canceled. We're on round number three with okay. the XFL. Vince McMahon went, this is the XFL. And it was a whole wrestling thing. And it was the week after the Super Bowl. It was a Saturday night. And the ratings were huge. Because everyone was curious what was going to happen. Yeah, and like the, like football's over, but no, football's it's back. Over. But then the next week, ratings plummeted. <laughs> and then ratings plummeted further. Mm. And then they started writing in um, wrestling storylines. Where they would be like, all right, I'm here in the locker room. And you would see like cheerleaders and like cheerleaders were taking off their clothes behind them. Like, hold on a sec. It's all scripted. Yeah. It got super duper weird. It got super weird. The ratings. There's a, there's a, there's a documentary, a 30 for 30 on ESPN plus called This Was the XFL. If memory serves me correct, instead of a kickoff or a coin flip, they would have two guys uh, equidistant apart in a football at midfield. And they would run at it, and whoever, they would smash into each other. And whoever got the ball, their team would get the opening possession. Wow. Out of a coin flip. I believe on the opening, um, that, on that opening, like, to who gets the ball, I think the dude got hurt. I bet. Like, somebody got hurt. I bet he got hurt. And, like, an inauspicious start for the XFL here on NBC. Uh, but that's where, like, you can put whatever you want on the back of your jersey. There's a player named Rod Smart, and he, his name was He Hate Me. He not hates, he hate me. Uh-huh. Yeah, XFL. It was around for a year, and then it, I still have a T-shirt. Orlando Rage. The Orlando team was called the Orlando Rage, and the mascot, the logo was like an angry face person. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm really upset. Number six. I already got the Houston Roughnecks minus six and a half. <laughs> Stop I playing. Do not have the Houston Roughnecks here. 
Like I said, this was uh, really tough to choose six here, but I boiled it down. I'm taking John Rom to win the Genesis, actually. Started off today's round with an eagle, really got my juices flowing. His odds are presented at plus 250. It's currently tied for fourth. Yeah, he's three off the lead right now, but I have full faith. He's He loves this course. He typically does. And I think when Tiger's there, the best in the world want to show out. And I think John Rom does that, wins this Genesis Invitational at plus 250. Projected cut line is even par. Tiger Woods is in the clubhouse. He is... Three over on the day. One over for the tournament, so he's one stroke right now. Uh, missing the projected cut line by one stroke as of right now. Is this the same golfer that you said was going to win, like that State Farm one? Yes, it was. Yes. Okay. John Rom. And he, what, finished, like, I think it was like 16th or something? Relax. <laughs> yeah, relax. <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm just trying to remember. Cool. I like, <laughs> second, second time's a charm. <laughs> I, I, like, I like you holding him accountable. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure I was right. No, you're right. That's, yeah. that's the same guy. Yeah, same guy. Exactly. Right. Same guy. I hope this is a better turnout for you. Oh, Stone. I appreciate it. Yeah. On the back end here. Yeah. I don't. I hope you. I hope he comes <laughs> in 112. <laughs> better radio. I want Stone to end this week six and zero. Oh. Like end with just a bang. It was five and one last week. The season got no of love six for things. It. We weren't here last week, Josh, to know if he was really five and one. But I wasn't here. Yeah, neither of us were here. We can't prove. Oh. Anything of what you claim. That's really so unfortunate. <laughs> so it gets thrown out. There's not even any audio. Like there's there's only a graphic which like, you could have made. I was on a plane. I was on my way to Phoenix. Oh. So can't help you. All right, number five. Oh, by the way, this I promise you, sing it. This I promise you. Okay. Ooh, a rough out the gates there. Number five. All right, looking for three and O in the IV League. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop. The uh, fighting Andy Bernards. The No, those are the Cornell Big Red. This is the, the Nard Yale Dogs. Bulldogs. The Yale Nard Dogs. No, no. Nard Bernard went to Cornell. I know, I know. But I'm not I'm not betting on the Big Red. I'm betting on Yale. Okay. I'm only doing it because I'm 2 and 0 in the right. Ivy League, so might as well go 3 and 0 guard with the bang here. Might as well. <laughs> right. Go with Yale might minus well. 3. Take a guess who they're taking on tonight. Princeton. Harvard. Try again. Cornell. Try again. Uh, Columbia. Try again. Come on. Penn. Penn is right. I was, I was running out of Ivy League schools. <laughs> I didn't know any more Ivy League schools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like Harvard, <laughs> Yale. That's all that I got. That was it. <laughs> Minus three tonight against UPenn. I think they get it done. Looking for 3-0 in the Ivy League. Where's that game? In the Palestra? That game is, if that is where UPenn plays. It then, is. Yeah, How do you not know the Palestra? <laughs> I apologize. Palestra is the greatest gymnasium for basketball in the world. Oh, it beats Cameron Indoor. It's not even close. Are, are we are we serious here? The Palestra is the greatest gymnasium for basketball in, in the world. I don't know if it, I can confirm or deny. I don't know what to I, do. I then. can. I can. I can. It's better than Syracuse. I watch Kobe play. I watch Kobe play Ooh, in the Palestra. You might be right. High yeah. school games. Where he wins the state championships, probably. No, the state championship wasn't played there, but it was a sectional, sectional games. All right. Well, shout out to the Palestra. It's going down tonight. Yale Bulldogs giving them the pound town. You should probably look online the Palestra. You would love that gym. You Why would I love it? Because it's just. It feels like a cathedral. It feels like. Mm. It feels like the holiest of holy meccas for college basketball. I'll definitely go give it a look. I'll tune in tonight. The Palestra. Yeah, take a look online. That's number five. This I promise you. Let's continue to number four. All right, this one hits pretty close to home here. Big tennis guy. Tonight, you're going to get a chance to see tennis player take the hard court, but a different type of hard court. I'm taking Team Dwayne Wade 
in the Celebrity All-Star Game tonight. Why? But for why? Because okay. Francis Tiafo, one of my favorite tennis players. Big foe. Josh is a big fan of Big Foe. He's on Team Dwayne Wade tonight. He's on the squad with 21 Savage. I think Seth Rogen. He's got a good team around him. Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly. So I like Team Dwayne Wade tonight to get that thing done at 7 p.m. on ESPN. Um, I met Francis Tiafo for the first time at the Delray Open because a former friend of mine and he are close, Tennis World, and he was 17 years old at the time. And so when he met me, middle-aged white cat with a polo shirt tucked in and a belt and khaki pants, he gave me the old, uh, the very straight handshake and the, pleased to meet you. Very nice to meet you, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we just shot the bull for about two, three minutes with my former buddy and him. They know, And then and then two minutes later, at the end of it, uh, Tiafo like, gave me the full bro hug. and was like, all right, man, I'll holler at you. It, it was, he gave me the initial, like, best behavior, your middle-aged white man handshake. And the, it was Pleasure to meet you, sir. I mean, there's no bigger compliment than than, than having that trust in two Francis minutes. Code switch on you in a matter of two, three the minutes. Co- the code switch was two. It was literally two or three minutes. It was, it was a bro hug. It was like, oh man, I get with you like that. I was like, all right, good. Seventeen year old boy. All right, that's what's up. <laughs> that's what's up. So that's what I'm taking tonight. Team Dwayne Wade at minus one ten. You can find it at a pick 'em, but. Promise number, what was that, four? four? I promise it. I'm so glad that he gets to do this because he is a rising star of American tennis. He is the future. Mm. He, he he wears the headband. He kind of looks like LeBron, and he started doing the LeBron uh, push. Yes, he did. Started doing that, and then LeBron actually tweeted at him this summer because he beat Rafa Nadal at the U.S. Open. Yep. And so then he got everyone's attention. But I remember, like, the headband, he does look like LeBron, and his story's tremendous. He is the son of Haitian immigrants. At the, his father was working at a at a tennis club, um, and the family was like living in almost like a a structure, like a maintenance structure. His father was a maintenance man, and so the boys were like, well, "He's got a twin brother, but doesn't play, not pro anyway." Um, theirs is a tremendous story of, "Hey, welcome to America, the place where dreams come true." Figure out what your dream is, then go make it happen. And he did. And now he's playing, and I bet you playing an NBA celebrity all-star game, if you asked him, he'd say this is a, this is probably for him um, as great as getting to play at Wimbledon in the U.S. Open, in the French Open. I love that point by you. I, I do think he puts this right up there with beating a guy like Rafa Nadal in the United States. Yeah, he's going to, he's gonna, I don't know how much time he's going to get, but he's going to try and win. He'll be competing for some minutes here with 21 Savage. He's going to try and win. He's going to try and win. He's going to try and fill it up. Team Dwayne Wade tonight. Shout out, tune in, check out Francis Tiafo. Yes, we are. (laughs) Number three. Number three. Number. Don't wait on me. Three. Wait on me for. I'm coughing up stuff. (laughs) I am so hot in the cage. I don't think I've lost a UFC bet in God knows how long. It was last week. I think it was two weeks ago. Yeah, you lost both the ones you. Not true. Not true. Every time Dean Thomas picks against me, I just seem to hit him. So hopefully he's not on Jessica. Andrage at minus 135. My favorite play this weekend in the cage. Looking to stay hot. Don't what? know what you guys are talking about. Yeah, why is Andrage just a minus 135 favorite? It, what do we not know about this? It's Aaron Blankenfield. I think taking the fight on one week's notice. Yeah, but it's Jessica Andrade. She's a beast. I mean, she's a beast, but taking a fight on a one week notice and, be, and be being given the favorite by Vegas, like that says all I need to know. So I like that. But yeah, you take a fight with. On a week's notice, yeah, this line's going to be pretty low. Minus 135. Yeah, take it at your own risk. 
I um, I mean, if this was full fight camp, she'd be minus two eighty. Exactly. And I think that's something that I was thinking about going into it. Like, okay, this line's low, but we know why it's low. A lot of the times you're kind of in that foggy, cloudy, gray area. Like, I don't know why this line's low, but we do. We have an answer. This fight is on ESPN+. Plus, and, of course, go watch it at Twin Peaks. Just off 95, Palm Beach Lakes Boulevard. Each drink, scenic views, 29-degree beer made from scratch. Favorites. Uh, best place for happy hour. And always your UFC fight headquarters. Never a cover charge to watch the fights at... Twin Peaks. What's our boy Dean Thomas doing tonight? He's on the desk? Uh, Dean was on earlier. At 3.30, he was on the desk on UFC Live. I saw him and Alan Joban on set with Karen, um, who, by the way, Karen uh, Karen friendzone Dean every chance she gets on she live TV. Did she do it again TV. today? She's like, uh, I'm joined by the so-and-so, and then also over here, the so-and-so, and everybody's big brother, Dean Thomas. Oh, that's she throws that in his face all the time. I've heard her refer to him as everybody's big brother and also everybody's favorite uncle. Oof. And it's like, she's older than he is. Yeah. And me and Dean grew up both crushing on her when she was a, a VJ on MTV. She was a VJ. Was she? On MTV, yeah. So every time she throws one of those out there, probably just crushes Dean. Well, cause, no, no, because we talked about it. He's like, yo, you know, she's older now, so it ain't, you know, what it used to be. <laughs> yeah, I was like, dummy, we were watching this 35 years ago. <laughs> like, it's 35 years ago, she's on MTV, and we're like, oh. um, But the joke is, as I said to him, yo, dude, she's over here friendzoning you to the whole nation, saying everybody's big brother. You need to tell her, yo, that crush I had was a long time ago. <laughs> You're good. Trust me. That, that ship has sailed. You're safe. So tune in, check out Dean Thomas. Check out that entire fight card. I like it, but I like Jesse Andrade the most at 135. Down to number two? Yes, we are down, down to number, number two. two. I don't know. I think we're down to number one. I thought we were at number two. You we're on number right. two. You are right. We're on number two. I apologize. Yep. Going to love this one here. Delray Beach open. I've gone every night. I've gone as soon as I get off of work. Taylor Fritz is going to win this darn thing. The number one seeded American. Taylor Fritz is going to win the Delray open. How many players are left now? Eight? Yeah, we are at the quarterfinal stage at this point tonight. And Quick what week. the matches are be yeah, yellowtennisball.com. Sure. Yellowtennisball.com. Go check it out. Taylor Fritz is at plus 200 to win this tournament right Who's now. Who's left in the field? So, left in the field would be another American, Mr. Tommy Paul, the Serbian Miramir Kachmanovic. As far as who's going to contend with them, those are really the ones that people are worried about, and those are the ones that are really selling tickets right we gotta now. we got to get you a tennis uh, podcast. Well, something like that. Number one, because nobody wants to hear you talk about it here. Right. And number two, because... I said, bet it. And you love it. Number two, because you, you love it, the passion shows, and you're incredibly knowledgeable about it. So, yeah, I'm going to get you a tennis podcast. I, I mean, I appreciate that. With me, I'm going to set you up. But, hey, in the meantime, for everybody out there listening, just take Taylor Fritz, win some money. I have not lost you guys thousands of dollars. I'm only going just to win day. it back this week. You have lost us thousands. Yeah, one one week you you thousands of dollars. Seven thousand three hundred and twenty six. I think. Did you go over seven? Go over over six. I mean, I went over for six. Yeah, about about a month ago. It would have paid uh, three thousand twenty nine dollars. It was a lot more than that. No, it was, it was seven thousand. Oh, I'm sorry, seven thousand thirty nine dollars. Yes, yeah. that's exactly what. Seven thousand thirty nine dollars. If you yeah. bet a hundred dollars <laughs> on a parlay against Stone's six promises, if you said this kid knows not what he speaks of, and you went opposite. Each of those bets, you could have made opposite what he said. He said, over, you go under. He said, over, you go under. He said, under, you go over. Each of those plays, if you did the opposite of him, $100 paid $7,039. There you go, people. You're welcome. But now this week, follow, follow, follow the promises, please. 
follow. Now we're at number one. We are at number one. This was because it is MJ's 60th birthday, and Josh is doing all this goat talk. Happy birthday. We're reminiscing everything about Michael Jordan. Well, I'm making a promise on Michael Jordan's birthday that Team LeBron wins the NBA All-Star game against Team Giannis. Everything LeBron, everything's been showing up LeBron on the table, on the court, whatever it is. It's his season. It's his season. His team's going to get it done on on Sunday. Who's on this team? I don't think they've done the draft yet. Yep. And by the way, the way they're doing the draft, is the, the, they're not letting someone be the last player. <laughs> you see that? Yes, it's amazing. Do you want to explain how that works? So so it's a snake draft, Tina. So when you're oh, dra- by the way, sing this, I promise you. This I promise you. There's the six things Stone promises will happen this weekend <laughs> in sports. Doesn't matter because he's never right. All right, so how will this draft work for the All-Star game? So same way you guys draft a fantasy football team. It's called a snake draft. So one captain is going to pick a player, then the next one picks the next one. And they just go tit for tat, tit for tat, until it comes down to the final player, and each team needs one more player. And that's where it becomes the schoolyard recess. Somebody gets their feelings hurt when they're the last pick. And it's nationally yes. televised. It's in front so of they're not ev- doing that. They're not doing that's that That's the anymore. worst. I was the Are last player picked all the time in oh. elementary school. No. I was never the last kid. In gym class, I was never the last kid picked, but I never was the first one either. Oh, that's right where you want to be. I was never be. the first one. That's right where you want to be, right in that sweet spot. In aftercare kickball, I was picked last multiple times. <laughs> that scarred you a little bit, huh? I did. And then, one time, and then one time I had a really good kick and I was never picked last again. Ooh! One time you, you kicked the ball really far? Really far and I got all the way around. And I got, all the way I, around? Was that, is that a home running kickball? I don't really know what oh, that yeah. is. Oh, yeah. Oh, Lord. Inside and the park. And I was park. never picked last again. Uh, never? Never. One good kick. How many times more did you play? Like twice? I was in aftercare all of elementary school, so, so I probably at, played like multiple times after that. After your groundbreaking breakthrough home run, <laughs> yeah. or as you call it, I went all the way around. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that is in kickball. It on a does cold, not change. On a cold October afternoon, <laughs> she went all the way around. <laughs> it's called a home run, dummy. Okay, I didn't know what the, I don't know what the kickball Ay, rules are. caramba. Okay, so how, how does it work, Stone? <laughs> Well, no, that's really it. That's what it is now? And I believe when they get down to the last two, three, or four, they're going to shuffle. At, at that point, it does become randomized. I think they they want Randomized? To, yeah. Randomized. Because they just don't... They want to avoid that really embarrassing situation that's gone viral each and every year they've done it. I understand. They should instead, like, you can't see who you pick. Like, you just pick a number and, like... Uh, oh, like uh, and that like stupid a, game show that uh, the Princess of England used to be on. Uh, deal or no deal. Ooh, me Meghan some- Markle. Yeah. Remember Meghan Markle was one of the models that held the briefcase? Was she really? I you didn't know, know that? Are no, you I didn't serious, know that. Tina? I'm sorry. I didn't know that. I know she was just in that rea- like that oh. TV show. It's part of why the queen, queen and them, they, they weren't down with it. They she were was like, a, a briefcase girl. She's a briefcase oh. holder. How you going, Mary? Like, we're royalty. Well, she yeah. holds a briefcase and they go, oh, it's $10,000 inside. Well, yeah, they should just, like, you shouldn't be able to see the players. You pick a number, and then, like, a door opens, and, like, someone walks out, and you don't know. So then there's no one's feelings hurt because it's just depending on the number that you pick. Tina's favorite kickball story is the time that she went all the way around <laughs> and was no longer picked last. It's like, a st- it's like a fairy book. It's like a fairy tale, isn't it? It's like a fairy tale story. It, it is. It's just such a good story of betting on yourself and proving the doubters wrong. My favorite kickball story doesn't involve me. It involves my little brother from the fraternity, Sean Bender. <laughs> who grew up in a town in Pennsylvania where Bucknell is. Lewisburg? Lewisburg, Pennsylvania, maybe? I think so. Yep. Uh, you probably played uh, Bucknell. We did not play College. Bucknell. Uh, Bucknell University. Anyways, he said there were uh, two Amish brothers, uh, Rufus and Moses. And one of them, Moses. I think one of them had a wooden leg. 
Literally, the kid had a wooden leg. What? You're looking at me weird. Because my kickball story has a relatable, like, kind of, like, boot thing. Right. So the, so he used to tell us his story. We were drinking beers. We would always laugh. He said that, the, no, no, I'm sorry. Rufus and Moses were the Amish brothers, but there was another kid named Archie. And Archie wasn't Amish, but Archie had a wooden leg. Archie had a, had a, a prosthetic leg. And so for kickball, he would take his leg off and he would swing it like it was a golf club. Oh my so they goodness. would pitch the ball in and he would smack it like he was playing cricket maybe. And then, and then, and I said, well, that one well, then he said, then he would drop his leg and he would hop to first base. And I'm like, your gym class was way better than mine. <laughs> Cause we didn't have, now I did have a kid in high school with, with a, with a fake arm. Cause he blew his arm off from the elbow, like making bombs at home. Oh, oh. People used to bully him. They used to be mean to him. And then after he showed up at school, like he, they detonated something that he had made and it shook the whole town. So I remember at school after he showed up with the, with the rubber arm, that uh, kids were like not bullying him anymore. No, they were being nice to Mark. It's one way to stop, stop it. Yeah, but I remember getting a good look in gym class at that arm. It was like because now the prosthetics are good, but his was not. No, it, it didn't match. It it just yeah. But it's tough, tough way to learn in life. Like yeah. he, was, he was making bombs and stuff at home, and something detonated, blew his arm off. Yeah, not he's good. lucky to be alive. He is lucky to be alive. Anyway, shout out to Archie from Lewisburg, Pennsylvania, <laughs> one-legged kickball star that would swing his leg. Yeah, and I said, well, how come he wouldn't run it, try to kick the ball? And I think he said one time he did, but then his leg fell off. Oh god. So like, yeah. So he just he was swinging like a club. So I I never saw it because obviously I'm hearing the story from Sean. This is urban legend. No. No, Sean lived this. This was his high school experience or middle school experience, but I never saw it. So I'm going off of him telling the story and me painting the picture in my head. But I said, hold on. How did he stand? He said, you know, like a golf. So like, and he would swing his leg like it was a golf club. I said, they, the ball would sit. So, no, they pitched the ball. You know, you roll yes. the ball. You roll the ball towards him and they pong. And what then? He would, Archie would drop his leg and then he would run to first base. The brothers... The brothers that he corrupted, the Amish brothers, Moses and Rufus, uh, they, they um, corrupted by taking them on like three-wheelers, like on uh, ATVs. You're not supposed to be near motor vehicles and stuff. And so they exposed them to like rock music and put them on oh, ATVs. Uh-oh. And, yeah. And they were ruined. They ruined them. Ruined. They Wait, do you want to hear about my boot story? Yes. I guess, okay, okay. Sure. So, so uh, because when I hit this kickball so far and I went all the way around the bases. It's called a home run. They... <laughs> I was wearing that day like knockoff Ugg boots, and so they, everyone I was playing against just basically Fog said, "Fug." Oh yeah, I guess because um, they're Uggs. Yeah, they are, right. and yeah. So they called me robotic bootleg because I I don't know why uh-huh. that they called me that because the, the day that I hit it so far, I was just wearing these boots, and they that again I was never picked last, especially when I was wearing those boots, and so I don't know why. Robotic bootleg. Yep. Oh, here she comes. Who's that? I can't see. It. Oh, you'll see. That's robotic bootleg. She's <laughs> on her old, way. That's the old RBL. Yeah. <laughs> the old RBL. Uh, take a listen to the NBA fans in Utah. What they were chanting at Charles Barkley last night while the TNT crew was live on the air outside the arena. Now, keep in mind, um, Shaq is trying to get the crowd to chant that Barkley sucks. But apparently, Barkley is much more popular in Utah than Shaq anticipated. So instead, the crowd kind of disobeys Shaq. They get behind Barkley, and then you'll hear Shaq then try to join in on it. It's like, no, you can't do that. You try to get in the other way. Take a close listen. We're going to do something different. We're going to say if they love you or hate you. Okay. We hate Chuck. 
We hate y'all. Louder. 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 Hear the booing? Okay, okay. The booing means I'm not done with it. They won't even do it. No. Because you're trying to take Chuck. I was just checking. They said they love Chuck. We love Chuck. We love Chuck. We love Chuck. Louder. Louder. It's a blowout. Best crowd ever. Hey, best crowd. Hey. hey, thank you, thank you, guys. That's a blowout. I mean, like he's like, uh, you know, we hate Chuck, and some people did it, but the boos were like, boo, that's not true, that ain't us. Mm-hmm. But we love Chuck. Everybody started doing it. Everyone. If you do that same thing in San Antonio, what happens? If you do that same thing by the Riverwalk, what happens in San Antonio? Boo all no, day. No, it would be we hate Chuck. Uh, that's what I meant. It'd be well, it's not boo was not. The option. It's we hate Chuck. It would be overwhelmingly we hate Chuck. Yes, it would. Right. And it would be very few we love Chuck. The booing would happen on the we love. Right? I mean, 100%. Chuck was trying to expose them. Chuck was trying to get the crowd to, to prove that they, they hated Chuck. And he got got. And, and Shaq got got is exactly right. It blew up in his face. Coming up when we return, it is time to expose the sad truth about our crew of Gen Z rookies. Tina, rookie. Stony rookie. Time to play Never Have I. Today on Twitter, there was a chart of questions for never have... You know, the, remember the old drinking game, Never Have I? Yes. So you're like, Never Have I... I hated playing that never game. Never Have I gotten a, uh, a red dragon tattoo on my forearm. And then Stone would have to take a drink because he's got a red dragon tattooed on his forearm. You know how there's obviously a huge generational gap is now the game's called Never Have I Ever. Yeah, it's and, Never Have I Ever. And you still yeah. know it as Never Have I. I mean, there it is right there. There's proofs in the book. Never Have I, Never Have I Ever. Regardless, there's a tie, there's a throwback. There's a list that's uh, retro. It says retro. It involves thi- it involves things that I can relate to. I'm not sure you guys ever have. Uh, it's the same rules as golf. You give yourself a uh, a point for each thing that you never did. You guys are going to have enormous scores, and I'm going to have a very low score. That's my guess. Mm. But we're going to prove to the home team audience because you guys forget Tina is that young, Stone is that young. You're going to be completely honest. Whether or not you have done this or you've never done this in your life. Okay? Okay. We're going to do that next. Right now, we're going to do a reminder of Life Imaging FLA. That's going to give you a free heart scan when you meet minimum requirement. Easy enough. They want you to stay and get full body scans to detect cancers up to a decade before you'd have a symptom that can detect cancers as small as a grain of sand. It's the most important message I share with you, and I've been sharing it since July of 2021. Um, The idea is... There are things that you can do, perhaps, to make sure that you're okay, like a heart scan, like a full body scan. And by that, I mean doctors constantly tell people that are diagnosed with cancers, we could have saved you. We could have done something if only we had known sooner. Do not be one of those people. Time is urgent. And most people don't feel symptoms. They have no reason to believe anything's wrong. That's why 30 to 40% of heart attacks, the first symptom is sudden death. Nobody knew they had blockage. Nobody knew they had heart blockage, that they were walking around literally as a ticking time bomb. Well, the scans reveal that. You could save your own life. You could find out. In America, we don't do preventative medicine. We're not proactive. Well, that's okay. You go on your own, take advantage of the offer for the free heart scan, and see for yourself. Every one of us, every single one of us knows someone that isn't with us because they didn't know something was growing inside of them. They just didn't know. And if they did, they'd be with us today. On your cell phone, call pound 250 and just say free heart scan. It's that simple. Pound 250 and say the three words, free heart 
scan. You'll be connected in seconds. They're great people. They're wonderful people that save lives. That's all they do there. Don't deal with sick people. Don't deal with anything else. They do heart scans and full body scans to help you save your own life. Call pound 250. Say free heart scan. Do it today. Do it now. Don't put it off. Do it now so you can be around for the people that want you to be around for the things in life that matter most. Just do it today. Call pound 250. Say free heart scan. Home team back in moments on ESPN 106.3. You're listening to Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 106.3. We got breaking news about a couple of Hall of Famers heading into the Hall and what team they're going to represent. And one of these does surprise me. And some people are going to be offended. I assure you, some people are going to be offended. We'll tell you what that is. Plus, we're about to reveal how these rookies, these kids, Tina and Stoney, have such a huge generational gap with the majority of this audience. We're going to reveal them. This Generation Z. We're going to play a round of Never Have I Ever. And uh, it's a list of things that are retro, meaning things that probably the core of my existence. It's hard to believe that we're that far apart. We're about to find out. St. Lucie, Battery and Tire. They go back for every one of these things on the list. That's a local family-owned business that started in 1970. The home of honest, reliable service since 1970. Batteries for everything. Cars and trucks and SUVs, of course. But what about RVs? You got an RV? They got your battery. Golf carts? They got your battery. Marine Power Sports? They got your battery. Side-by-side? Side, they got your battery. Tires for everything. They're constantly recognized as the top independent tire dealer in the entire nation. Because you got to have a guy, you know? Especially when it comes to your car. Somebody that's going to tell you what you really need and what you don't. Somebody that's not going to try and jack up things and pad your bill. And No, no, no. My brother-in-law was my mechanic when I lived at home. I live down here. You need a guy. St. Lucie Battery and Tower can actually do the oil changes for you, get you in and out faster, and do it for you cheaper than your dealership that keeps trying to tell you to come back in for your service. Why? Because of the price of labor. And because of the overhead and because of how busy the dealerships are with other things. The bottom line is, when you got great people that are a family-owned business, they hire great people, they look out for people, they're not trying to screw you for 30 or 40 bucks on some visit one time. They want to service and maintain your vehicle because it's the second biggest investment of your entire life for generations and generations. That's the trust that you earn. 17 locations from West Palm through the Treasure Coast. 17 locations. West Palm through the Treasure Coast. SLBT.com. St. Lucie Battery and Tire. The home of honest, reliable service. SLBT.com. Let's get to the list of the never have I ever, as you guys put it, Give yourself a point for everything that you have done. Tina, keep score. Okay. I'm going to ask you, but then I'm going to vote before you get to answer. Okay. First item. Used a rotary telephone. Rotary telephones, where you put your finger in the hole and... <laughs> Tina, no. Stone, yes. Does it count if you, like, played with one as a kid, no, but it didn't actually ring? Someone. you had to call oh, someone. Yeah, no. Stone? No. Give yourself both a point. Use the floppy, gotta be careful when you say this, gotta make sure you say it right. Floppy disk. 
used a floppy disk. Tina, yes or no? Wait, actually, Tina, no. Actually, both of you know. Tina? What's a floppy disk? Perfect. But wait, I think I know what it is, but I, I want to make sure. Like, I'm right. Like, it's a computer disk, but it was uh, it was very floppy. It was like bendable plastic. What'd you use it for? You put it in the computer to like for storage. Like, instead of a, like, instead of a, like a mini drive. Like a oh, drive. It wasn't really floppy, though. It was like actual CD. Nope, that doesn't count. That's not a floppy disk. Okay. Give yourself a point. Stone, you oh. did not either. No, sir. You guys are 25 and 24 years old, correct? <laughs> Use the typewriter. Use the typewriter. You push the button and the metal thing comes up, but it smashes the letter through the ribbon, uh, into the ribbon, and then it creates the letter on the... This is how I did my term papers in freaking high school. Wow. And college... No, actually high school. Uh, at least middle school, a little bit of high school. I'm going to say no and no. Tina? I have. My grandma had one. I actually loved using it really? all the time. Yeah, I used it all the time. No point for you. Stone. Yes, I have used one. Used wow. It, used to use it in school all the time. Okay. So, okay, that's a lie. So no, I'm, it's not. So I'm I'm the leader right now at, th- at zero. I'm, yeah. at, I'm at zero. You're one over par, and you're three over par. Let's I'm go. sorry. You're two. You're three. Two. And you're three. Stone. Uh, taking photos with a film camera. Taking photos where there's film inside. Tina, yes, you have. It was a disposable retro deal. And Stone, you probably have as well. Yes, I have. Of course I have. Plenty of times. Was it a little green one that zip, 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 click? Zip, 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 click? Disposable camera. You're absolutely right. Shout out to being a mass communications major. Green or yellow. We used to use cameras that weren't disposable. You kept the camera. You bought the film. All right. So you're at three. You're at four. Still at zero. Listen to music on a CD. Listen to music on a CD. In your car, Tina, yes, you have. Yes. Stone same. Shout out LimeWire. Of course I have. Oh, yes, LimeWire. Listen to music on a cassette tape. Listen to music on a cassette tape. Tina, no, you haven't. Stone, yes, you have. Tina. Stone, by the way, your body language is too telling. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, try not to. Tina, have you ever listened to music on a cassette tape? I feel like I have, but I can't remember, so I'll give myself a point. Give yourself a point, Stone. Yeah. Shout out Young Bobby. Kid Rock, of course. Jammed out to him on cassette tapes plenty. Kid Rock on cassette tape? Yeah. American Badass? Yeah. That's shout out Pops, really, my dad, but yes. Listen to music on a vinyl record. <laughs> I did. I had the Muppet Movie soundtrack on a vinyl record, and I wore that thing out. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? <laughs> Tina, no. Stone, Pops, yes. Tina. I have. You have? Yes. Wow. This is so, a tricky one because they're coming back. Vinyl tapes are, are coming, coming back. back. I so, yes. I really want one, have actually. You yes. Okay. All right. Listen to music on a Walkman, on an actual Walkman. That's a small device that the cassette tape went into, and you put it on your waistband and had headphones connected. Walkman, Tina. No. I can't believe I have to explain this. Stone, uh, you never did either. Never seen one in my entire life. I remember um, I, I got one finally one year. <laughs> I got one, finally, like for Christmas. Uh, obviously, I'm still at zero. Yes. Listen to music on a boombox. Boombox. Uh, Tina, you both, well, actually Stone, yeah, because you're from Rio. Uh, Tina, no. Do you it, ever have a boombox? Well, what's considered a boombox? It's a portable stereo that you put a bunch of batteries in, and you can put it on your shoulder. It looks the size of a suitcase. No. Yes. Yeah, I know I knew you did. Still, I'm pretty in sure Brooklyn? I used one last weekend, actually. Oh, Watch the video from a VHS tape. Tina probably wore out Little Mermaid. Uh, Aladdin, yes. Mm-hmm. And Stone, uh, yeah, absolutely. You're from Rio. Porky's on the VHS tape, yep. Porky's? Mm-hmm. Sent or received a fax. Tina, you have to with your job. You have? Yes, I have. Stone, you never have. Stop it. Sign my national letter of intent. Oh, that's How do you think right. That puppy wow. Came in? 
had a MySpace account. Yes, for both of you. Yes. I loved MySpace. Prime Mac Miller days. Yes. Mm-hmm. I never had a MySpace account. Ooh. Oh. Well, that, that's a good thing, actually. Someone made no, one. No, you would have been great. Like, I would have loved to know how you had your profile, your friends list, your songs. He, he would have been made the one. old guy on the MySpace app creeping us out. We, no way. No shot. At the time, I wasn't an old guy. Yeah, I had a MySpace, <laughs> and I wasn't supposed to have a MySpace. Right. Like, I lied ah. about it. At the time, I'd be Prime MySpace guy. <laughs> yeah, you would have I'd be Wheelhouse. You would have. <laughs> Dummy. Had an AOL email address. Absolutely, Tina did. I still do. Absolutely, Stone did. You still do? I still Stone? do. No, I did not. Wow. I, I did not. I still use mine. I never had an AOL. Mm. AOL. Never. You weren't direct messaging people with that? AIM? What's up, girl? I am? I had Web TV. <laughs> I, oh, I, you didn't have one? At Web TV. I didn't have one. I'm still at... Uh, You're two. What am I two for? AOL and then one of the... My, uh, MySpace. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm at two. Uh, access the internet by dial-up. Of course I had dial-up. I had dial-up to like last week. Tina. I think my parents did, so yeah. <laughs> ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. Beep. No way. All right. Use the phone book. You ever flip open a phone book, run your fingers through alphabetical to find the name of the person in the phone number, Tina? No, you never did. I never used it, but I went through them. That's fine. Stone, you never did. Use Best, it as a seat cushion. Stop it. Best prank caller south of the Mississippi River. On a, You use the phone book? <laughs> yeah. All right. Sent a postcard. Sent a postcard. No. T- Tina, no. Stone, yes. Absolutely. Long distance relationship. Stop giving away with your body language. Used a paper map to get somewhere. Have you ever been in a car with a paper map and you figure out where that road goes to catch what route to catch what route? Tina, no. No, I would hate to have to ever use I'm so glad for maps. Stone, Stone is from Rio and he's with his old man in the car and there's a paper map in the door panel. Yes. Yeah, I definitely have. It's, it's like one of those things, the aunt and uncle pulls it out, and you're like, oh, God, here goes Aunt Sally. And you just got to rock out with the atlas. So you've actually used a paper map. No doubt. Uh, owned a dictionary. Tina, owned a dictionary. Yes. Stone. Yes, sir. Okay. Owned an encyclopedia. No. Um, uh, no. Does a sports encyclopedia count? No. Then no, sir. Paid for something with a paper check. Actually, you wrote a check. You wrote on it to who you were paying it out to, the amount of money on it, and then you signed it. Yes. I have checks still. Yes, I have. Paper checks. Mm -hmm. Wow. Final score? Stone actually tied. Uh, You guys tied? We tied, and you were at two. Wow. So what did you guys have, like 18? No, we only had eight. Stop it. Yeah. You serious? Yeah. Did we impress you or disappoint you? Yeah, we only had eight. You guys- I think I missed one of Stone's, the disposable camera. Did you actually use that? Absolutely. It's just the audience right now is amazed that you guys did yeah. have that. And, and the two things I didn't have are an AOL address. And a MySpace. And a MySpace. Yeah. Account. There was a MySpace account made like for me, like some fan made it. But I remember like, hey, take a look. You have a page. And then it I said- I loved that, MySpace. And then it's, it listed income or whatever. And it said less than $35,000. <laughs> and I said, delete that. <laughs> delete that. And they're like, you can't. Somebody else- controls your myspace i'm not involved it was like a fan page that was my first ever like social media that i had was my like six i know i was not allowed to have it and i had one what, I never had a MySpace. what would we have heard coming onto your page like some fish some uh no. lincoln park oh that's right you, like music, what would like your wallpaper be music played right yeah, yeah you, you got to have multiple songs so as soon wow. as we clicked on Josh Cohen, well, give me the year. Give me the year that would have been like what 2000 <laughs> i'm gonna say 2003 yeah 2006 2006 2006, you probably would have heard... 2008? You would have heard the Jay-Z Linkin Park mashup. Ooh! Mm. 
That's tough right there. The one they did for MTV? I like that. Yeah, that was dope. Uh, we come back. We're going to get our Twin Peaks fight picks for UFC Fight Night and Drage Blankfield tomorrow night. Championship of Cringe, your mama jokes, Stone versus Tina. We'll pull through that real quick. The home team back in moments on ESPN 106.3. Listening to Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina, delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 1063. Twin Peaks fight picks in just a second. Tomorrow night is UFC Fight Night, Andrade Blankfield. And Tina's going to give a little insight because Tina watches these fights and she mm-hmm. talks to Dean about scouting and insight and advantage. And as you're on the vein, accident attorneys, they always have the advantage over the insurance companies. They always have the advantage over the other side. If you were in an accident, if you had a slip and fall accident even, you got injured at work, hurt on the job, call Anajar on Levine. They want to help you take back control of your life. The consultation's always free. They answer the phone 24 hours a day, and you'll always speak directly with an attorney. Call 1-800-747-FREE. 1-800-747-FREE. One more time. 1-800-747-3733. For Anajar and Levine accident attorneys, Take back control of your life. Let us roll right into the Twin Peaks fight picks. I know Stone's got the music bed over there. Hit it real quick. And let's go right to the main card, Tina. And let me ask you first about... You good over there? Okay, do the best you can. Second page, Stone, all the way to the bottom. There you go. Second page, all the way to the bottom. Purple. Let's go Jimmy Miller and Alexander Hernandez in the lightweight division. Jim Miller, Tina, by the way, has had like 51 professional fights. I think he's 35 and 16 lifetime. Um, in this fight, Miller's a plus 180 underdog. Last time we saw him, he beat up Cowboy Cerrone. Then again, who didn't? Oh, who, who you boy. got? I have Alex Hernandez because I think age wins this fight. You know, Jim Miller is as old as, as, old as MJ. This so. might, yeah, this might. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. He's not that old. He's old, though. Uh, Josh Parisian and Jamal Pogas. It is Pogas, a minus 260 favorite. This is a heavyweight fight. Are you with me? This one might not go the distance. Yeah, I think Jamal Pogus, uh, he has just a lot of hype around him right now. So I'm going to go with Jamal. Uh, Stone, this one doesn't go to distance? No way. Looking for a KO here. All right, let's go co-main event of the evening. Jordan Wright and Zach Pagua, uh, minus 280 lightweight, uh, excuse me, light heavyweight division. And um, uh, Pauga, excuse me, Pauga's minus 280 favorite against Jordan Wright. Who you got, T? Uh, Palga, Jordan Wright hasn't won a fight since the Contender Series, and he's been knocked out or submitted by anyone that's basically good. So You got to question his confidence. Mm-hmm. Light heavyweight, though. Anything can happen. Main event of the evening, the great Jessica Andrade and Aaron Blankfield. Andrade, a minus 125 favorite, according to ESPN.com. And this is, by the way, the main event in the flyweight division. This one's scheduled for five. Short week notice, you said, right, Stone? One week notice? Yep. Tina. I've got Jessica Andrade. She's just that girl, and she can beat anyone but the champ. 
Yeah, she just she she she's a beast, and she, she wins fights. Mm-hmm. She loses to Valentina Shevchenko. Yeah, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. Valentina loses to Amanda, and that's about it. Yeah. So sometimes you're judged by the company you keep, and she keeps good company. There's your Twin Peaks fight picks. Remember Twin Peaks, your official fight headquarters. Off 95 on Palm Beach Lakes Boulevard in West Palm Beach, Pembroke Pines, Davie, more locations south as well. Never pay a cover for the UFC, MMA, or boxing pay-per-views. Twin Peaks. Time now for the, actually, we got to go above and beyond, driven by Land Rover Palm Beach. Above and beyond, driven by Land Rover Palm Beach. And it'll make... Presented by Land Rover Palm Beach. It'll make Stone happy because it's the Boston Bruins. 41 wins, 87 points through 54 games played, both of which are on pace to be the most ever. How much are you enjoying betting the Bruins on a nightly basis? It's free money. They're literally paying my rent in Boston Bruins. Kind of feels that way. Above and beyond, you're my Land Rover Palm Beach. They want to help you find your next vehicle. Let them help you do just that. West of the Turnpike on Okeechobee Boulevard in West Palm. You can shop, get a deal done online on your phone at uh, LandRoverPalmBeach.com. I would recommend that you go visit the lot, however, west of the Turnpike on Okeechobee Boulevard. Meet Matt Atkins, who's the GM, who's worked there for over 30 years. Um, They're great people. You find the exact vehicle that you want. And remember, the service department committed to fixing it right the first time. Complimentary pickup and delivery of your vehicle when the time be. Complimentary loaners as well. LandRoverPalmBeach.com. Land Rover Palm Beach goes above and beyond. Now to the championship of cringe and the Yo Mama jokes. Stoney, you go first. All right, Tina, Yo Mama's so stupid. She put lipstick on her forehead to make up her mind. That was Theo's joke yesterday. Oh! That was literally Theo's joke yesterday. Why'd you just cover your mouth? Because that's so pathetic of me. It is pathetic. (laughs) You were producing the show. You were listening. You were producing the show yesterday. He was panicking so badly because he didn't have one. So, Stone, your mama's so ugly, she went into the haunted house and the ghosts ran away. Oh, you can still get away with this one here. Your daily dose of that's cold. (laughs) It's presented by John C. Cassidy, the first and last name in air conditioning and in plumbing. At 42 and 17 this season, the Celtics not only have the best record in the Eastern Conference, it's also the best record at the All-Star break by any team with a rookie head coach over the last 50 years. By the way, Joe Mazzulla, rookie coach, now no longer interim, now full-time. Coming up next, it is High School Lame Day with Cyrus and Stone. Kids, remember, every day above ground. It's a good day. So second night through bad guy. Good night, bad guy. Have a great weekend. Home team time is almost 6 p.m. Anna Jorn Levine, accident attorneys, call... Listening to Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina, delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 1063. My favorite day of the week, Friday, but during the hours of four to six, it's a Bud's Chicken and Seafood Friday. Mm. Crispy, crunchy, juicy, with just a little drop of grease in the corner of your lip. The greatest. Fried chicken in Palm Beach County is voted by the people. The greatest chicken tenders made of USDA classified tenderloin is voted by me. If you can find a better tender anywhere, let me know. Good luck. Go to Bud's. Get you some Bud's chicken and seafood. And if it's not the best tender you ever had, I'll take you to lunch. It is Seafood Festival happening right now at Bud's Chicken and Seafood. 
For a limited time only, spicy shrimp, homemade crab cakes, crispy coconut shrimp. You can order online at budschicken.com. They're already known for the best fish sandwich in town. Um, and the dipping sauces are everything. They got the best sauces, period. And sides, crinkle cup fries, corn fritters, mac and cheese with hot sauce, creamy coleslaw, fudge brownies with powdered sugar on top. Mmm. My favorite part about the Bud's thing, of course, the food is outstanding. But it's a local family-owned business. Bud started this in 1957. Grandkids run it now. It's always been in the family. It'll always be in the family. It is a true mom and pop success story. The American dream. Six locations, Palm Beach County. Now available for delivery. Order in advance. Pick it up. Pick it up through the drive-thru. Bud'schicken.com. Bud's Chicken. Dot com to order ahead, visit one of your six locations, or have it delivered to you. Inside the cocktail hour, that's Tina, that's Stone, this is Frank Sinatra. It's the cocktail hour. <laughs> for me, it is right now. All right, let's get at it. It is time now for the segment this year that cost home team listeners thousands and thousands of dollars. It provided us countless hours of entertainment and amusement, particularly at the expense of Stone, and particularly when Stone then fired back at Dean Thomas, a.k.a. Haterade. Yeah, what do you guys call him? The dealer of hope? Doubt. Doubt, doubt, doubt. dealer. He's, okay. a, he's a doubt dealer. Yeah, he is a doubt dealer. Yeah, because he tries to put doubt in your head. Uh, the sixth thing Stone Labanowitz promises will happen this weekend in sports. This is the final episode until football season returns, I think, as, if I remember correctly. Regardless, it is proudly today being presented by... St. Lucie Battery and Tire, slbt.com, home of honest, reliable service since 1970. Let's get it started at number six. And by the way, no football to pick this weekend. So oh, you, you got it. This is brutal for me. You use an XFL? I mean, I'm struggling here <laughs> to put together what I'm promising to the public. No, I'm not using XFL. You could you could pick the dunk competition, three point competition. You could pick the Delray Beach Open, which I did. Uh, no XFL? No XFL. You're not doing anything with the Seattle, the Sea Dragons? No, or the Houston Roughnecks. The Houston Roughneck, the logo is pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, it's the best one. Because it gives a little nod to the old Oilers. <laughs> it's got Texans colors and Oilers kind of logo. Tina has no idea what we're talking about. I know what the XFL is, but I haven't seen this logo. You're not hip on the St. Louis Battlehawks this year? <laughs> no. You don't know what their season outlook looks like? No. Um, I saw a whole promo today. With Dwayne Johnson and his ex-wife, Danny. She's the uh, owner, I guess, of the league. So The Rock and his ex-wife, they brought back the XFL. It's their thing now. This promo was at least a minute and maybe a minute and a half. And instead of talking about the coaches and the players, instead of talking about any of that, it was literally the uniforms. It was just the uniforms. It was it was like they would show, and they're like, the Houston Roughnecks. And then she would say something about the color scheme, and he would say something about referencing uh, the, the the old Euler era. The promo had nothing stoned to do whatsoever with the players, the coaches, the game. No storyline. The entire piece was in the middle of Sports Center. It wasn't a commercial. In the middle of Sports Center. Told me nothing other than the colors. And this design incorporates a slight camouflage background for our nation's capital, the Washington Defenders. The Seattle Sea Dragons 
with an ode to the Pacific Ocean in the, in the color scheme. And I was like, who are they marketing this to? They are adopting the model of F1 in Live Golf. Team names, colors, groups of guys. That's kind of what they're trying to do there. It sounds like the XFL, the only thing that they've got going is the uniforms I and think the names. They, I think they know that no one no one knows who's playing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and the coaches are all considered has-beens. So it's like, what can we sell? I mean, Oregon football is started. Wade Phillips a has-been? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Jeff Fisher's a has-been? Jeff Fisher, I read once, was the only human being who ever wore sunglasses where the lenses were smaller than his eyeballs. <laughs> that is correct. Um, what I'm saying is, you've got to market on something. I remember when the XFL launched. You guys know. It was February. It was the week after Super Bowl 2001. And it was It's Vince- been around that long? No, no. It started then. It okay. lasted one it year. Canceled, okay. then started, then canceled. We're on round number three with okay. the XFL. Vince McMahon went, this is the XFL. And it was a whole wrestling thing. And it was the week after the Super Bowl. It was a Saturday night. And the ratings were huge. Because everyone was curious what was going to happen. Yeah, and like that, like football's over, but no, football's it's back. Over. But then the next week, ratings plummeted. <laughs> and then ratings plummeted further. Mm. And then they started writing in um, wrestling storylines. Where they would be like, all right, I'm here in the locker room. And you would see like cheerleaders and like cheerleaders were taking off their clothes behind them. They're like, hold on a sec. It's all scripted. Yeah. It got super duper weird. It got super weird. The ratings. There's a, there's a, there's a documentary, a 30 for 30 on ESPN Plus called This Was the XFL. If memory serves me correct, instead of a kickoff or a coin flip, they would have two guys uh, equidistant apart in a football at midfield. And they would run at it, and whoever, they would smash into each other. And whoever got the ball, their team would get the opening possession. Wow. Instead of a coin flip. I believe on the opening, um, that, on that opening, like, to who gets the ball, I think the dude got hurt. I bet. Like, somebody got hurt. I bet he got hurt. And, like, an inauspicious start for the XFL here on NBC. Uh, but that's where, like, you can put whatever you want on the back of your jersey. There's a player named Rod Smart, and he, his name was He Hate Me. He, not hates, he hate me. Uh-huh. Yeah, XFL. It was around for a year, and then it, I still have a T-shirt. Orlando Rage. The Orlando team was called the Orlando Rage, and the mascot, the logo was like an angry face person. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm really upset. Number six. I already got the Houston Roughnecks minus six and a half. <laughs> Stop I playing. Do not have the Houston Roughnecks here. Like I said, this was uh, really tough to choose six here, but I boiled it down. Taking John Rom to win the Genesis, actually. Started off today's round with an eagle. Really got my juices flowing. His odds are presented at plus 250. It's currently tied for fourth. Yeah, he's three off the lead right now, but I have full faith. He's He loves this course. He typically does. And I think when Tiger's there, the best in the world want to show out. And I think John Rom does that. Wins this Genesis Invitational at plus 250. Projected cut line is even par. Tiger Woods is in the clubhouse. He is... Three over on the day. One over for the tournament, so he's one stroke right now. uh, Missing the projected cut line by one stroke as of right now. Is this the same golfer that you said was going to win, like that State Farm one? Yes, it was. Yes. Okay. John Rom. And he, what, finished, like, I think it was like 16th or something? Relax. (laughs) Yeah, relax. (laughs) I'm just just trying to remember. Cool. I'm the same person. Second time's a charm. (laughs) I like like you holding him accountable. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure I was right. No, you're right. That's, That's the same guy. Yeah, same guy. Exactly. Right. Same guy. I, I hope pick- this is a better turnout for you. Oh, Stone. I appreciate it. Yeah. On the back end here. Yeah. I don't. I hope you. I hope he comes in 112th. 
<laughs> Better radio. I want Stone to end this week 6 and 0. Ooh. Like end with just a bang. It was 5 and 1 last week. The season Got of no six things. We weren't here last week, Josh, to know if he was really 5 and 1, but I wasn't here. Yeah, neither of us were here. We can't prove. Oh. Anything of what you claim. That's really so unfortunate. <laughs> so it gets thrown out. There's not even any audio. Like there's there's only a graphic which he could have made. I was on a plane. I was on my way to Phoenix. Oh. So can't help you. All right, number five. Oh, by the way, this I promise you, sing it. This I promise you. Okay. Ooh, a rough out the gates there. Number five. All right, looking for three and O in the IV League. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop. The uh, fighting Andy Bernards. The no, those are the Cornell Big Red. This is the, the Nard Yale Dogs. Bulldogs. The Yale Nard Dogs. No, no, Nard. Bernard went to Cornell. I know, I know, but I'm not. I'm not betting on the Big Red. I'm betting on Yale. Okay. I'm only doing it because I'm two and zero in right. the Ivy League, so might as well go three and zero and go out with the bang here. Might as well. <laughs> right. Go with Yale might minus well. three. Take a guess who they're taking on tonight. Princeton. Harvard. Try again. Try again. Cornell. Try again. Uh, Columbia. Try again. Come on. Penn. Penn is right. I was, I was running out of Ivy League schools. <laughs> I didn't know any more Ivy League schools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like Harvard, <laughs> Yale. That's all. <laughs> that I got. was it. Minus three tonight against UPenn. I think they get it done. Looking for 3-0 in the Ivy League. Where's that game? In the Palestra? That game is, if that is where UPenn plays. It then, is. Yeah, How do you not know the Palestra? <laughs> I apologize. Palestra is the greatest gymnasium for basketball in the world. Oh, it beats Cameron Indoor. It's not even close. Are, are, we, are we serious here? The Palestra is the greatest gymnasium for basketball in, in the world. I don't know if it, I can confirm or deny. I don't know what to I, do. I then. can. I can. I can. It's better than Syracuse. I watched Kobe play. I watched Kobe play. Ooh, in the you might be right. High yeah. school games. Where he wins the state Marion. championships, probably. No, the state championship wasn't played there, but it was a sectional, sectional games. All right. Well, shout out to the Palestra. It's going down tonight. Yale Bulldogs giving them the pound town. You should probably look online the Palestra. You would love that, Jim. You Why would love, I love it? Because it's just. It feels like a cathedral. It feels like. Mm. It feels like the holiest of holy meccas for college basketball. I'll definitely go give it a look. I'll tune in tonight. The Palestra. Yeah, take a look. Online. That's number five. This I promise you. Let's continue to number four. All right, this one hits pretty close to home here. Big tennis guy. Tonight, you're going to get a chance to see tennis player. Take the hard court, but a different type of hard court. I'm taking Team Dwayne Wade. In the Celebrity All-Star Game tonight. Why? But for why? Okay. Francis Tiafo, one of my favorite tennis players. Big foe. Josh is a big fan of Big Foe. He's on Team Dwayne Wade tonight. He's on the squad with 21 Savage. I think Seth Rogen. He's got a good team around him. Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly. So I like Team Dwayne Wade tonight to get that thing done at 7 p.m. on ESPN. Um, I met Francis Tiafo for the first time at the Delray Open because a former friend of mine in He Are Close Tennis World and... He was 17 years old at the time, and so when he met me, middle-aged, white cat with a polo shirt tucked in and a belt and khaki pants, he gave me the old, uh, the very straight handshake and the, pleased to meet you. Very nice to meet you, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we just shot the bull for about two, three minutes with my former buddy and him. They know, And then and then two minutes later, at the end of it, uh Tiafo like gave me the full bro hug and was like, "All right, I'll holler at you." It, it was, for, he gave me the initial like best behavior. You're a middle aged white man handshake, and the, it was a pleasure to meet you, sir. I mean, there's no 
bigger compliment than, than, than having that trust in two Francis minutes. Code switch on you in a matter of two, three the minutes. Co the code switch was two. It was literally two or three minutes. It was, it was a bro hug. It was like, oh man, I get with you like that. I was like, all right, good. Seventeen year old boy. All right. That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> well, that's what I'm taking tonight. Team Dwayne Wade at minus one ten. You can find it at a pick 'em, but. Promise number, what was that, four? four? I promise it. I'm so glad that he gets to do this because he is a rising star of American tennis. He is the future. Mm. He, he, he wears the headband. He kind of looks like LeBron, and he started doing the LeBron uh, push. Yes, he did. Started doing that, and then LeBron actually tweeted at him this summer because he beat Rafa Nadal at the U.S. Open. Yep. And so then he got everyone's attention. But I remember, like, the headband, he does look like LeBron, and his story's tremendous. He is the son of Haitian immigrants. His father was working at a at a tennis club, um, and the family was like living in almost like a a structure, like a maintenance structure. His father was a maintenance man, and so the boys were like, "He's got a twin brother, but doesn't play, not pro anyway." Um, theirs is a tremendous story of, "Hey, welcome to America, the place where dreams come true." Figure out what your dream is, then go make it happen. And he did. And now he's playing, and I bet you playing an NBA celebrity all-star game, if you asked him, he'd say this is a, this is probably for him um, as great as getting to play at Wimbledon in the U.S. Open, in the French Open. I love that point by you. I, I do think he puts this right up there with beating a guy like Rafa Nadal in the United States. Yeah, he's going to, he's gonna, I don't know how much time he's going to get, but he's going to try and win. You'll be competing for some minutes here with 21 Savage. He's going to try and win. He's going to try and win. He's going to try and fill it up. Team Dwayne Wade tonight. Shout out. Tune in. Check out Francis Tiafo. Yes, three. we are. <laughs> number three. Number three. Number. Don't wait on me. Three. <laughs> wait on me for. I'm coughing up stuff. <laughs> I am so hot in the cage. I don't think I've lost a UFC bet in God knows how long. I think it was last week. Every I think it was two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. you lost both the ones you. Not true. Picked. Not true. Really? Dean every time Dean Thomas picks against me, I just seem to hit him. So hopefully he's not on Jessica. Andrage at minus 135. My favorite play this weekend in the cage. Looking to stay hot. Don't what? know what you guys are talking about. Yeah, why is Andrage just a minus 135 favorite? It what do we not know about this? It's Aaron Blankenfield. I think taking the fight on one week's notice. Yeah, but it's Jessica Andrade. She's a beast. I mean, she's a beast, but taking a fight on a one week notice and be and be being given the favorite by Vegas, like that says all I need to know. So I like that. But yeah, you take a fight with on a week's notice, yeah, this line's going to be pretty low. Minus 135. Yeah, take it at your own risk. I um, I mean, if this was full fight camp, she'd be minus 280. Exactly. And I think that's something that I was thinking about going into it. Like, okay, this line's low, but we know why it's low. A lot of the times you're kind of in that foggy, cloudy, gray area. Like, I don't know why this line's low, but we do. We have an answer. This fight is on ESPN+. Plus, and, of course, go watch it at Twin Peaks. Just off 95, Palm Beach Lakes Boulevard. Each drink, scenic views, 29-degree beer, made-from-scratch favorites. Uh, best place for happy hour. And always your UFC fight headquarters. Never a cover charge to watch the fights at... Twin Peaks. What's our boy Dean Thomas doing tonight? He's on the desk? Uh, Dean was on earlier. At 3.30, he was on the desk on UFC Live. I saw him and Alan Joban on set with Karen, um, who, by the way, Karen uh, Karen friendzoned Dean every chance she gets on she live TV. again today? She's like, uh, I'm joined by the so-and-so, and then also over here the so-and-so, and everybody's big brother, Dean Thomas. Oh, that's she brutal. throws that in his face all the time. I've heard her refer to him as everybody's big brother and also everybody's favorite uncle. Oof. And it's like, she's older than he is. 
Yeah. And me and Dean grew up both crushing on her when she was a, a VJ on MTV. She was a VJ. Was she? On MTV, yeah. So every time she throws one of those out there, probably just crushes Dean. Well, because, no, no, because we talked about it. He's like, yo, you know, she's older now, so it ain't, you know, what it used to be. <laughs> yeah, I was like, dummy, we were watching this 35 years ago. <laughs> like, it's 35 years ago, she's on MTV, and we're like, oh. Um, but the joke is, as I said to him, yo, dude, she's over here friend zoning you to the whole nation, saying everybody's big brother. You need to tell her, yo, that crush I had was a long time ago. <laughs> You're good. Trust me. That that ship has sailed. You're safe. So tune in, check out Dean Thomas. Check out that entire fight card. I like it, but I like Jesse Andrade the most at 135. Down to number two. Yes, we are down, down to number, number two. two. I don't know. I think we're down to number one. I thought we were at number two. You we're are on right. number two. You are right. We're on number two. I apologize. Yep. Gonna love this one here. Delray Beach open. I've gone every night. I've gone as soon as I get off of work. Taylor Fritz is gonna win this darn thing. The number one seeded American. Taylor Fritz is gonna win the Delray Open. How many players are left now? Eight? Yeah, we are at the quarterfinal stage at this point tonight. And Quick what week. the matches are be yeah, yellowtennisball.com. Sure. Yellowtennisball.com. Go check it out. Taylor Fritz is at plus two hundred to win this tournament right Who's now. Who's left in the field? So left in the field would be another American, Mr. Tommy Paul, the Serbian Miramir Kecmanovic. As far as who's going to contend with them, those are really the ones that people are worried about, and those are the ones that are really selling tickets right we gotta now. We've got to get you a tennis uh, podcast. What is something like that? Number one, because nobody wants to hear you talk about it here. Right. And number two, because... Because I bet it. And you love it. Number two, because you, you love it, the passion shows, and you're incredibly knowledgeable about it. So yeah, I'm going to get you a tennis podcast. I, I mean, I appreciate that. With me, I'm going to set you up. But hey, in the meantime, for everybody out there listening, just take Taylor Fritz, win some money. I have not lost you guys thousands of dollars. I'm only going just to win day. it back this week. You have lost us thousands. Yeah, one <laughs> one week you you thousands of dollars. Seven thousand three hundred and twenty six. I did think. Did you go over seven? Go over over six. I mean, I went over six. Yeah, about about a month ago. It would have paid uh, three thousand twenty nine dollars. It was a lot more than that. No, it was, it was seven thousand. Oh, I'm sorry, seven thousand thirty nine dollars. Yes, yeah. that's exactly what. Seven thousand thirty nine dollars. If you yeah. bet a hundred dollars <laughs> on a parlay against Stone's six promises, if you said this kid knows not what he speaks of, and you went opposite. Each of those bets, you could have made opposite what he said. He said, over, you go under. He said, over, you go under. He said, under, you go over. Each of those plays, if you did the opposite of him, $100 paid $7,039. There you go, people. You're welcome. But now this week, follow, follow, follow the promises, please. Follow. Now we're at number one. We are at number one. This was because it is MJ's 60th birthday. And Josh is doing all this go talk. Happy birthday. We're reminiscing everything about Michael Jordan. Well, I'm making a promise on Michael Jordan's birthday that Team LeBron wins the NBA All-Star game against Team Giannis. Everything LeBron. Everything's been showing up LeBron on the table, on the court, whatever it is. It's his season. It's his season. His team's going to get it done on on Sunday. Who's on this team? I don't think they've done the draft yet. Yep. And by the way, the way they're doing the draft, is the, the, they're not letting someone be the last player. <laughs> you this, see that? Yes, it's amazing. Do you want to explain how that works? So so it's a snake draft, Tina. So when you oh, draft- By the way, sing this, I promise you. This I promise you. There's the six things Stone promises will happen this weekend in sports. Doesn't matter because he's never right. All right. So how will this draft work for the All-Star game? So same way you guys draft a fantasy football team. It's called a snake draft. So one captain is going to pick a player. Then the next one picks the next one. And they just go tit for tat, tit for tat until it comes down to the final player and each team needs one more player. And that's where it becomes the schoolyard recess. Somebody gets their feelings hurt when they're the last pick. And it's nationally televised. 
It's in front so of them. They're not doing that. They're not doing That's that. That's the worst. I was the last player picked all the time in no. elementary school. No, I was never the last kid in gym class. I was never the last kid picked, but I never was the first one either. Oh, that's right. Where you want to be? I was never be. the first one. That's right. Where you want to be? Right in that sweet spot. In aftercare kickball, I was picked last multiple times. <laughs> it scarred you a little bit, huh? It did. And then it one shows. time, and then one time, I had a really good kick, and I was never picked last again. Ooh! One time, you you kicked the ball really far, really far, and I got all the way around, and I got all the way I, around. Was that, is that a home running kickball? I don't really know. What oh that yeah, is in oh kickball. Lord. inside and the park. I was park. never picked last again. Uh, never. Never. One good kick. How many times more did you play? Like twice. I was in aftercare all of elementary school, so, so I probably at, played like multiple times after that. After your groundbreaking breakthrough home run, <laughs> yeah. or as you call it, I went all the way around. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that is in kickball. It on does cold, not change. On a cold October afternoon, <laughs> she went all the way around. It's called a home run, dummy. Okay, I didn't know what the, I don't know what the kickball rules are. caramba. Okay, so how, how does it work, Stone? Well, no, that's really it. That's what it is now? But I believe when they get down to the last two, three, or four, they're going to shuffle. At, at that point, it does become randomized. I think they, they want Randomized? To, yeah. Randomized. Because they just don't... They want to avoid that really embarrassing situation that's gone viral each and every year they've done it. I understand. They should instead, like, you can't see who you pick. Like, you just pick a number and, like... Uh, oh, like uh, and that like stupid a, game show that uh, the Princess of England used to be on. Uh, deal or no deal. Ooh, love me Meghan some- Markle. Yeah. Remember Meghan Markle was one of the models that held the briefcase? Was she really? I you didn't know, know that? Are no, you I didn't serious, know that. Tina? I'm sorry. I didn't know that. I know she was just in that rea- like that no. TV show. It's part of why the queen, Suits or queen and them, they, they weren't down with it. They she were was like, a, a briefcase girl. She's a briefcase oh. holder. How you going to marry? Like, we're royalty. Well, she yeah. holds a briefcase and they go, oh, it's $10,000 inside. Well, yeah, they should just, like, you shouldn't be able to see the players. You pick a number and then, like, a door opens and, like, someone walks out and you don't know. So then there's no one's feelings hurt because it's just depending on the number that you pick. Tina's favorite kickball story is the time that she went all the way around and was no longer picked last. It's like a, st- it's like a fairy book. It's like a fairy tale, isn't it? It's like a fairy tale story. It, it is. It's just such a good story of betting on yourself and proving the doubters wrong. My favorite kickball story doesn't involve me. It involves my little brother from the fraternity, Sean Bender. <laughs> who grew up in a town in Pennsylvania where Bucknell is. Lewisburg? Lewisburg, Pennsylvania, maybe? I think so. Yep. Uh, you probably played uh, Bucknell. We did not play College. Bucknell. Uh, Bucknell University. Anyways, he said there were uh, two Amish brothers, uh, Rufus and Moses. And one of them, Moses. I think one of them had a wooden leg. Literally, the kid had a wooden leg. What? You're looking at me weird. Because my kickball story has a relatable, like, kind of, like, boot thing. Right. So the, so he used to tell us his story. We were drinking beers. We would always laugh. He said that, the, no, no, I'm sorry. The, Rufus and Moses were the Amish brothers, but there was another kid named Archie. And Archie wasn't Amish, but Archie had a wooden leg. Archie had a, had a, a prosthetic leg. And so for kickball, he would take his leg off and he would swing it like it was a golf club. Oh my so they goodness. would pitch the ball in and he would smack it like he was playing cricket maybe. And then, and then, and I said, well, then, well, then he said, then he would drop his leg and he would hop to first base. And I'm like, your gym class was way better than mine. <laughs> Cause we didn't have, no, now I did have a kid in high school with, with a, with a fake arm. Cause he blew his arm off from the elbow, like making bombs at home. Oh, oh. People used to bully him. They used to be mean to him. And then after he showed up at school, like he, they detonated something that he had made and it shook the whole town. So I remember at school after he showed up with the, with the rubber arm that uh, kids were like not bullying him anymore. No. They were being nice to Mark. It's one way to stop, stop it. 
Yeah, but I remember getting a good look in gym class at that arm. It was like, because now the prosthetics are good, but his was not. No. It, it didn't match. It it just, yeah. But it's tough. Tough way to learn in life. Like yeah. he, was, he was making bombs and stuff at home and something detonated. He blew his arm off. Yeah, not He's good. lucky to be alive. He is lucky to be alive. Anyway, shout out to Archie from Lewisburg, Pennsylvania. <laughs> One-legged kickball star that would swing his leg. Yeah, and I said, well, how come he wouldn't run it, try to kick the ball? And I think he said one time he did, but then his leg fell off. Oh, God. So, like... Yeah, so he just he was swinging like a club. So I I never saw it because obviously I'm hearing the story from Sean. This is urban legend. No, no, Sean lived this. This was his high school experience or middle school experience, but I never saw it. So I'm going off of him telling the story and me painting the picture in my head. But I said, hold on, how did he stand? He said, you know, like a golf. So like, and he would swing his leg like it was a golf club. I said they, the ball would sit. So you know, they pitch the ball. You know, you roll yes. the ball. You roll the ball towards them, and they pong. And what then? He would, Archie would drop his leg, and then he would run to first base. The brothers, the brothers that he corrupted, the Amish brothers Moses and Rufus, uh, they they um, corrupted by taking them on like three wheelers, like on uh, ATVs. You're not supposed to be near motor vehicles and stuff, and so they exposed them to like rock music and put them on oh, ATVs. Oh. Yeah, and they were ruined. They ruined. Them. Ruined. They Wait, do you want to hear about my boot story? Yes. I guess, okay, okay. Sure. So, so uh, because when I hit this kickball so far and I went all the way around the bases, it's called a home run. They, I was wearing that day like knockoff UGG boots, and so they, everyone I was playing against just basically said, "Fug." Oh yeah, I guess because um, they're UGGs. Yeah, they are, right. and yeah. So they called me robotic bootleg. Because I, I don't know why that they called me that because the, the day that I hit it so far, I was just wearing these boots and they, that again, I was never picked last, especially when I was wearing those boots. And so I don't know why. Robotic bootleg. Yep. Oh, here she comes. Who's that? I can't see. Oh, oh. you'll see. That's robotic bootleg. She's <laughs> on her old, way. That's the old RBL. Yeah. <laughs> the old RBL. Uh, take a listen to the NBA fans in Utah, what they were chanting at Charles Barkley last night while the TNT crew was live on the air outside the arena. Now, keep in mind. Um, Shaq is trying to get the crowd to chant that Barkley sucks. But apparently Barkley is much more popular in Utah than Shaq anticipated. So instead, the crowd kind of disobeys Shaq. They get behind Barkley, and then you'll hear Shaq then try to join in on it. It's like, no, you can't do that. You try to get him the other way. Take a close listen. We're going to do something different. We're going to say if they love you or hate you. Okay. We hate Chuck. We hate Chuck. Louder. 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 Okay, the booing? Okay, okay, okay. The booing means I'm not done with it. They won't even do it. No. Because you're trying to take Chuck. I was just checking. They said they love Chuck. We love Chuck. We love Chuck. We love Chuck. Louder. Louder. It's a blower. Best crowd ever. Best crowd. Thank you, thank you, guys. That's a blowout. I mean, like he's like, uh, you know, we hate Chuck, and some people did it, but the boos were like, boo, that's not true, that ain't us. Mm -hmm. But we love Chuck. Everybody started doing it. Everyone. If you do that same thing in San Antonio, what happens? If you do that same thing by the Riverwalk, what happens in San Antonio? Boo all day. No, it'll be we hate Chuck. That's what I meant. It'll be well, it's not boo was not. The option. It's we hate Chuck. It would be overwhelmingly we hate Chuck. Yes, it would. Right. And it would be very few we love Chuck. The booing would happen on the we love. Right? 
I mean, 100%. Shaq was trying to expose them. Shaq was trying to get the crowd to, to prove that they, they hated Shaq. And he got got. And, and Shaq got got is exactly right. It blew up in his face. Coming up when we return, it is time to expose the sad truth about our crew of Gen Z rookies. Tina, rookie. Stoney, rookie. Time to play Never Have I. Today on Twitter, there was a chart of questions for Never Have You know, the, remember the old drinking game, Never Have I? Yes. So you're like, Never Have I. I hated playing that Never game. Never Have I gotten a, a red dragon tattoo on my forearm. And then Stone would have to take a drink because he's got a red dragon tattooed on his forearm. You know how there's obviously a huge generational gap is now the game's called Never Have I Ever. Yeah, it's and, Never Have I Ever. And you still yeah. know it as Never Have I. I mean, there it is right there. There's proofs in the book. Never Have I, Never Have I Ever. Regardless, there's a tie, there's a throwback. There's a list that's uh, retro. It says retro. It involves, thi- it involves things that I can relate to. I'm not sure you guys ever have. Uh, it's the same rules as golf. You give yourself a uh, a point for each thing that you never did. You guys are going to have enormous scores, and I'm going to have a very low score. That's my guess. Mm. But we're going to prove to the home team audience, because you guys forget, Tina is that young. Stone is that young. You're going to be completely honest whether or not you have done this or you've never done this in your life. Okay? Okay. We're going to do that next. Right now, we're going to do a reminder of Life Imaging FLA. That's going to give you a free heart scan when you meet minimum requirement. Easy enough. They want you to stay and get full body scans to detect cancers up to a decade before you'd have a symptom that can detect cancers as small as a grain of sand. It's the most important message I share with you, and I've been sharing it since July of 2021. Um, the idea is there are things that you can do perhaps to make sure that you're okay, like a heart scan, like a full body scan. And by that, I mean doctors constantly tell people with, that are diagnosed with cancers we could have saved you. We could have done something if only we had known sooner. Do not be one of those people. Time is urgent. And most people don't feel symptoms. They have no reason to believe anything's wrong. That's why 30 to 40% of heart attacks, the first symptom is sudden death. Nobody knew they had blockage. Nobody knew they had heart blockage, that they were walking around literally as a ticking time bomb. Well, the scans reveal that. You could save your own life. You could find out. In America, we don't do preventative medicine. We're not proactive. Well, that's okay. You go on your own, take advantage of the offer for the free heart scan and see for yourself. Every one of us, every single one of us knows someone that isn't with us because they didn't know something was growing inside of them. They just didn't know. And if they did, they'd be with us today. On your cell phone, call pound 250 and just say free heart scan. It's that simple. Pound 250 and say the three words, free heart scan. You'll be connected in seconds. They're great people. They're wonderful people that save lives. That's all they do there. They don't deal with sick people. They don't deal with anything else. They do heart scans and full body scans to help you save your own life. Call pound 250. Say free heart scan. Do it today. Do it now. Don't put it off. Do it now so you can be around for the people that want you to be around for the things in life that matter most. Just do it today. Call pound 250. Say free heart scan. Home team back in moments on ESPN 1063. You're listening to Josh Cohen and the Home Team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 1063. We got breaking news about a couple of Hall of Famers heading into the Hall and what team they're going to represent. And one of these does surprise me. And some people are going to be offended. I assure you, some people are going to be offended. We'll tell you what that is. Plus, we're about to reveal how these rookies... 
these kids, Tina and Stoney, have such a huge generational gap with the majority of this audience. We're going to reveal them. This Generation Z. We're going to play a round of Never Have I Ever. And uh, it's a list of things that are retro, meaning things that probably the core of my existence. It's hard to believe that we're that far apart. We're about to find out. St. Lucie, Battery, and Tire. They go back for every one of these things on the list. That's a local family-owned business that started in 1970. The home of honest, reliable service since 1970. Batteries for everything. Cars and trucks and SUVs, of course. What about RVs? You got an RV? They got your battery. Golf carts? They got your battery. Marine Power Sports? They got your battery. Side-by-side? They got your battery. Tires for everything. They're constantly recognized as the top independent tire dealer in the entire nation. Because you got to have a guy, you know? Especially when it comes to your car. Somebody that's going to tell you what you really need and what you don't. Somebody that's not going to try and jack up things and pad your bill. And No, no, no. My brother-in-law was my mechanic when I lived at home. I live down here. You need a guy. St. Lucie Battery and Tire can actually do the oil changes for you. Get you in and out faster. And do it for you cheaper than your dealership that keeps trying to tell you to come back in for your service. Why? Because of the price of labor. And because of the overhead and because of how busy the dealerships are with other things. The bottom line is, when you got great people that are a family-owned business, they hire great people, they look out for people, they're not trying to screw you for 30 or 40 bucks on some visit one time. They want to service and maintain your vehicle because it's the second biggest investment of your entire life for generations and generations. That's the trust that you earn. 17 locations from West Palm through the Treasure Coast. 17 locations. West Palm through the Treasure Coast. SLBT.com. St. Lucie Battery and Tire, the home of honest, reliable service, slbt.com. Let's get to the list of the never have I ever, as you guys put it. Give yourself a point for everything that you have done. Tina, keep score. Okay. I'm going to ask you, but then I'm going to vote before you get to answer. Okay. First item, used a rotary telephone. Rotary telephones, where you put your finger in the hole and... Tina, no. Stone, yes. Does it count if you, like, played with one as a kid, no, but it didn't you actually ring? Someone. you had to call oh, someone. Yeah, no. Stone? No. Give yourself both a point. Use the floppy... Gotta be careful when you say this. Gotta make sure you say it right. Floppy disk. Use a floppy disk. Tina, yes or no? Wait, actually, Tina, no. Actually, both of you know. Tina? What's a floppy disk? Perfect. But wait, I think I know what it is, but I, I want to make sure, like, I'm right. Like, it's a computer disk, but it was uh, it was very floppy. It was, like, bendable plastic. What'd you use it for? You put it in the computer to, like, for storage. Like, instead of, a, like, instead of a, like, a mini drive. Like a oh, it drive. wasn't really floppy, though. It was, like, actual CD. Nope, that doesn't count. That's not a floppy disk. Okay. Give yourself a point. Stone, you oh. did not either. No, sir. You guys are 25 and 24 years old, correct? <laughs> Use the typewriter. Use the typewriter. You push the button and the metal thing comes up and it smashes the letter through the ribbon, uh, into the ribbon, and then it creates the letter on the... This is how I did my term papers in freaking high school. Wow. In college... No, actually high school. Uh, at least middle school, a little bit of high school. 
I'm going to say no and no. Tina? I have. My grandma had one. I actually loved using it really? all the time. Yeah, I used it all the time. No point for you, Stone. Yes, I have used one. Used wow. To, used to use it in school all the time. Okay, so, okay that's a lie. So no, I'm, it's not. So I'm I'm the leader right now at, th- at zero. I'm, yeah. at, I'm at zero. You're one over par, and you're three over par. Let's I'm go. sorry. You're two. You're three. Two. And you're three, Stone. Uh, taking photos with a film camera. Taking photos where there's film inside. Tina, yes, you have. It was a disposable retro deal. And Stone, you probably have as well. Yes, I have. Of course I have. Plenty of times. Was it a little green one that zip, 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 click? Zip, 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 click. Disposable camera. You're absolutely right. Shout out to being a mass communications major. Green or yellow. We used to use cameras that weren't disposable. They kept the camera and you bought the film. All right. So you're at three, you're at four, still at zero. Listen to music on a CD. Listen to music on a CD. In your car, Tina, yes, you have. Yes. Stone, same. Shout out LimeWire. Of course I have. Oh, yes, Listen to music on a cassette tape. Listen to music on a cassette tape. Tina, no, you haven't. Stone, yes, you have. Tina. Stone, by the way, your body language is too telling. I'm sorry. Yeah, try not to. Tina, have you ever listened to music on a cassette tape? I feel like I have, but I can't remember, so I'll give myself a point. Give yourself a point, Stone. Shout out Young Bobby. Kid Rock, of course. Jammed out to him on cassette tapes plenty. Kid Rock on cassette tapes? Yeah. American Badass? Yeah. That's shout out Pops, really, my dad, but yes. Listen to music on a vinyl record. <laughs> I did. I had the Muppet Movie soundtrack on a vinyl record, and I wore that thing out. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? <laughs> Tina, no. Stone, pops, yes. Tina. I have. You have? Yes. Wow. This is so, a tricky one because they're coming back. Vinyl tapes are, are coming, coming back. back. So, I, yes. I really want one, have actually. You yes. Okay, all right. Listen to music on a Walkman. On an actual Walkman. That's a small device that the cassette tape went into, and you put it on your waistband and had headphones connected. Walkman, Tina. No. I can't believe I had to explain this. Stone, uh, you never did either. Never seen one in my entire life. I remember um, I, I got one finally one year. <laughs> I got one finally, like for Christmas. Uh, obviously, I'm still at zero. Yes. Listen to music on a boombox. Boombox. Uh, Tina, you both, well, actually, Stone, yeah, because you're from Rio. Uh, Tina, no. Do you it, ever have a boombox? Well, what's considered a boombox? It's a portable stereo that you put a bunch of batteries in and you can put it on your shoulder. It looks the size of a suitcase. No. Yes. Yeah, I know, I know you did. Still, I'm pretty in sure Brooklyn? I used one last weekend, actually. Watch the video from a VHS tape. Tina probably wore out Little Mermaid. Uh, Aladdin, yes. Mm-hmm. And Stone, uh, yeah, absolutely. Did. You're from Rio. Porky's on the VHS tape, yep. Porky's? Mm-hmm. Sent or received a fax. Tina, you have to with your job. You have? Yes, I have. Stone, you never have. Stop it. Sign my national letter of intent. Oh, that's How do you right. Think that wow. Yeah. Had a MySpace account. Yes, for both of you. Yes. I loved MySpace. Prime Mac Miller days. Yes. Mm-hmm. I never had a MySpace account. Ooh. Oh. Well, that, that's a good thing, actually. Someone made No, one. you would have been great. Like, I would have loved to know how you had your profile, your friends list, your songs. He, he Someone made the one. old guy on the MySpace app creeping us out. We, no way. No shot. At the time, I wasn't an old guy. Yeah, I had a MySpace, <laughs> and I wasn't supposed to have a MySpace. Right. Like, I lied ah. about it. At the time, I'd be prime MySpace guy. <laughs> yeah, you would have been. I'd be wheelhouse. You would have. <laughs> Dummy. Had an AOL email address. Absolutely, Tina did. I still do. Absolutely, Stone did. You still do? I still Stone? do. No, I did not. Wow. I, I did not. I still use mine. I never had an AOL. Had mm. AOL. Never. You weren't direct messaging people with that? AIM? What's up, girl? I am? I had Web TV. <laughs> I, oh, I, you didn't have one? At Web TV. I didn't have one. I'm still at... Uh, You're two. What am I two for? AOL and then one of the... My, uh, MySpace. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm a two. Uh, access the internet by dial-up. Of course I had dial-up. I had dial-up to like last week. Tina. I think my parents did, so yeah. <laughs> ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. Beep. No way. All right. Use the phone book. You ever flip open a phone book, run your fingers through alphabetical to find the name of the person, the phone number, Tina? No, you never did. I never used it, but I went through them. That's fine. Stone, you never did. Use Best, as a seat cushion. Stop it. Best prank caller south of the Mississippi River. On a, you use a phone book? <laughs> yeah. All right. Sent a postcard. Sent a postcard. No. T Tina, no. Stone, yes. Absolutely. Long distance relationship. Stop giving away with your body language. Used a paper map to get somewhere. Have you ever been in a car with a paper map? And you figure out where that road goes to catch what route to catch what route. Tina, no. No, I would hate to have to ever use it. I'm so glad for maps. Stone, Stone is from Rio, and he's with his old man in the car, and there's a paper map in the door panel. Yes. Yeah, I definitely have. It's, it's like one of those things, the aunt and uncle pulls it out, and you're like, oh, God, here goes Aunt Sally. And you just got to rock out with the atlas. So you've actually used the paper map. No doubt. Uh, owned a dictionary. Tina, owned a dictionary. Yes. Stone. Yes, sir. Okay. Owned an encyclopedia. No, um, I uh, know. Does a sports encyclopedia count? No. Then no, sir. Paid for something with a paper check. Actually, you wrote a check. You, you wrote on it to who you were paying it out to, the amount of money on it, and then you signed it. Yes. I have checks still. Y yes, I have. Paper checks. Mm-hmm. Wow. Final score? Stone actually tied. Uh, you guys tied? We tied, and you were at two. Wow. So what did you guys have, like 18? No, we only had eight. Stop it. Yeah. You serious? Yeah. Did we impress you or disappoint you? Yeah, we only you? had eight. You guys... I think I missed one of Stone's, the disposable camera. Did mm. you actually use that? Absolutely. It's just the audience right now is amazed that you guys did yeah. have that. And, and the two things I didn't have are an AOL address. And a MySpace. And a MySpace. Yeah. Account. There was a MySpace account made like for me. Like some fan made it, but I remember like, hey, take a look. You have a page, and then it I said, loved that, MySpace. and then it, it listed income or whatever, and it said less than thirty five thousand dollars. <laughs> and I said, delete that, <laughs> delete that, and they're like, you can't. Somebody else controls your MySpace. It's, I'm not involved. It was like a fan page. That was my first ever like social media that I had. Was You're MySpace also like six? I know I was not allowed to have it, and I had one. What, I never had a MySpace. What would we have heard coming onto your page? Like some fish. Some uh, no. Lincoln Park. Oh, that's right. You, like music, what would like your wallpaper be? Music played, right? Yeah. yeah you, you got to have multiple songs. So as soon wow. as we clicked on Josh Cohen. Well, give me the year. Give me the year that would have been. Like what? 2000? I'm going to say 2003. Yeah. 2006. 2006. 2006. You probably would have heard. 2008. You would have heard the Jay-Z Lincoln Park mashup. Ooh. Ooh. That's tough right there. The one they did for MTV. I like that. Yeah, that was dope. Uh, we come back. We're going to get our Twin Peaks fight picks for UFC Fight Night and Draj Blankfield tomorrow night. Championship of Cringe. Your mama jokes. Stone versus Tina. We'll pull through that real quick. The home team back in moments on ESPN 106.3.
listening to Josh Cohen and the Home Team with Dean Thomas and Tina, delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 1063. Twin Peaks fight picks in just a second. Tomorrow night is UFC fight night. Andrade Blankfield and Tina's going to give a little insight because Tina watches these fights and she mm-hmm. talks to Dean about scouting and insight and advantage. And as you're on the vein, accident attorneys, they always have the advantage over the insurance companies. They always have the advantage over the other side. If you were in an accident, if you had a slip and fall accident even, you got injured at work, hurt on the job, call Anajar and Levine. They want to help you take back control of your life. The consultation's always free. They answer the phone 24 hours a day, and you'll always speak directly with an attorney. Call 1-800-747-FREE. 1-800-747-FREE. One more time. 1-800-747-3733 for Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Take back control of your life. Let us roll right into the Twin Peaks fight picks. I know Stone's got the music bet over there. Hit it real quick. And let's go right to the main card, Tina. And let me ask you first about... You good over there? Okay, do the best you can. Second page, Stone, all the way to the bottom. There you go. Second page, all the way to the bottom. Purple. Let's go Jimmy Miller and Alexander Hernandez in the lightweight division. Jim Miller, Tina, by the way, has had like 51 professional fights. I think he's 35 and 16 lifetime. Um, In this fight... Miller's a plus 180 underdog. Last time we saw him, he beat up Cowboy Cerrone. Then again, who didn't? Oh, who, who you boy. got? I have Alex Hernandez because I think age wins this fight. You know, Jim Miller is as old as, old as MJ. This so. might, yeah, this might. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. He's not that old. He's old, though. Uh, Josh Parisian and Jamal Pogas. It is Pogas, a minus 260 favorite. This is a heavyweight fight. Are you with me? This one might not go the distance. Yeah, I think Jamal Pogus, uh, he has just a lot of hype around him right now. So I'm going to go with Jamal. Uh, Stone, this one doesn't go to distance? No way. Looking for a KO here. All right, let's go co-main event of the evening. Jordan Wright and Zach Pagua, uh, minus 280 lightweight, uh, excuse me, light heavyweight division. And um, uh, Pauga, excuse me, Pauga's minus 280 favorite against Jordan Wright. Who you got, T? Uh, Palga, Jordan Wright hasn't won a fight since the Contender Series, and he's been knocked out or submitted by anyone that's basically good. So You got to question his confidence. Mm-hmm. Light heavyweight, though. Anything can happen. Main event of the evening, the great Jessica Andrade and Aaron Blankenfield. Andrade, a minus 125 favorite, according to ESPN.com. And this is, by the way, the main event in the flyweight division. This one's scheduled for five. Short week notice, you said, right, Stone? One week notice? Yep. Tina. I've got Jessica Andrade. She's just that girl, and she can beat anyone but the champ. Yeah, she just she she she's a beast, and she, she wins fights. Mm-hmm. She loses to Valentina Shevchenko. Yeah, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. And Valentina loses to Amanda, and that's about it. Yeah. So sometimes you're judged by the company you keep, and she keeps good company. There's your Twin Peaks fight picks. Remember, Twin Peaks, your official fight headquarters. Off 95 on Palm Beach Lakes Boulevard in West Palm Beach, Pembroke Pines, Davie, more locations south as well. Never pay a cover for the UFC, MMA, or boxing pay-per-views. Twin Peaks. Time now for the, actually, we got to go above and beyond, driven by Land Rover Palm Beach. Above and beyond, driven by Land Rover Palm Beach. And it'll make... Presented by Land Rover Palm Beach. It'll make Stone happy because it's the Boston Bruins. 41 wins, 87 points through 54 games played, both of which are on pace to be the most ever. How much are you enjoying betting the Bruins on a nightly basis? It's free money. 
they're literally paying my rent. Kinda these Boston Bruins. Kind of feels that way. <laughs> Above and beyond, you're my Landover Palm Beach. They want to help you find your next vehicle. Let them help you do just that. West of the Turnpike on Okeechobee Boulevard in West Palm. You can shop, get a deal done online on your phone at uh, LandoverPalmBeach.com. I would recommend that you go visit the lot, however, west of the Turnpike on Okeechobee Boulevard. Meet Matt Atkins, who's the GM, who's worked there for over 30 years. Um, they're great people. You find the exact vehicle that you want. And remember, the service department committed to fixing it right the first time. Complimentary pickup and delivery of your vehicle when the time be. Complimentary loaners as well. LandRoverPalmBeach.com. Land Rover Palm Beach goes above and beyond. Now to the championship of cringe and the Yo Mama jokes. Stoney, you go first. All right, Tina, Yo Mama's so stupid. She put lipstick on her forehead to make up her mind. That was Theo's joke yesterday. Oh! That was literally Theo's joke yesterday. Why'd you just cover your mouth? Because that's so pathetic of me. It is pathetic. (laughs) You were producing the show. You were listening. You were producing the show yesterday. He was panicking so badly because he didn't have one. So, Stone, your mama's so ugly. She went into the haunted house and the ghost ran away. Oh, you can still get away with this one here. Your daily dose of that's cold. It's presented by John C. Cassidy, the first and last name in air conditioning and in plumbing. At 42 and 17 this season, the Celtics not only have the best record in the Eastern Conference, it's also the best record at the All-Star break by any team with a rookie head coach over the last 50 years. By the way, Joe Mazzola, rookie coach, now no longer interim, now full-time. Coming up next, it is high school lame day with Cyrus and Stone. Kids, remember, every day above ground. It's a good day. So second night, little bad guy. Good night, bad guy. Have a great weekend. Home team time is almost 6 p.m. Anna Jorn Levine, accident attorneys, call... Listening to Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina, delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 1063. We got breaking news about a couple of Hall of Famers heading into the hall and what team they're going to represent. And one of these does surprise me. And some people are going to be offended. I assure you, some people are going to be offended. We'll tell you what that is. Plus, we're about to reveal how these rookies. These kids, Tina and Stoney, have such a huge generational gap with the majority of this audience. We're going to reveal them. This Generation Z. We're going to play a round of Never Have I Ever. And uh, it's a list of things that are retro, meaning things that probably the core of my existence. It's hard to believe that we're that far apart. We're about to find out. St. Lucie, Battery and Tire. They go back for every one of these things on the list. That's a local family-owned business that started in 1970. The home of honest, reliable service since 1970. Batteries for everything. Cars and trucks and SUVs, of course. But what about RVs? You got an RV? They got your battery. Golf carts? They got your battery. Marine Power Sports? They got your battery. Side-by-side? They got your battery. Tires for everything. They're constantly recognized as the top independent tire dealer in the entire nation. Because you gotta have a guy, you know? Especially when it comes to your car. Somebody that's gonna tell you what you really need and what you don't. Somebody that's not gonna try and jack up things and pad your bill and no, no, no. My brother-in-law was my mechanic when I lived at home. I live down here. You need a guy. St. Lucie Battery and Tower can actually do the oil changes for you, get you in and out faster, and do it for you cheaper than your dealership that keeps trying to tell you to come back in for your service. Why? Because the price of labor and because of the overhead and because of how busy the dealerships are with other things. 
The bottom line is, when you got great people that are a family-owned business, they hire great people, they look out for people, they're not trying to screw you for 30 or 40 bucks on some visit one time. They want to service and maintain your vehicle because it's the second biggest investment of your entire life for generations and generations. That's the trust that you earn. 17 locations from West Palm through the Treasure Coast. 17 locations. West Palm through the Treasure Coast. SLBT.com. St. Lucie Battery and Tire. The home of honest, reliable service. SLBT.com. Let's get to the list of the never have I ever, as you guys put it. Give yourself a point for everything that you have done. Tina, keep score. Okay. I'm going to ask you, but then I'm going to vote before you get to answer. Okay. First item, used a rotary telephone. Rotary telephones, where you put your finger in the hole and... Tina, no. Stone, yes. Does it count if you, like, played with one as a kid, no, but it didn't actually call ring? Someone. You had to call oh, someone. Yeah, no. Stone? No. Give yourself both a point. Use the floppy... Gotta be careful when you say this. Gotta make sure you say it right. Floppy disk. Used a floppy disk. Tina, yes or no? Wait, actually, Tina, no. Actually, both of you know. Tina? What's a floppy disk? Perfect. But wait, I think I know what it is, but I, I want to make sure. Like, I'm right. Like, it's a computer disk, but it was uh, it was very floppy. It was like bendable plastic. What'd you use it for? You put it in the computer to like for storage. Like, instead of a, like, instead of a, like a mini drive. Like a oh, it drive. wasn't really floppy, though. It was like actual CD. Nope, that doesn't count. That's not a floppy disk. Okay. Give yourself a point. Stone, you oh. did not either. No, sir. You guys are 25 and 24 years old, correct? <laughs> Use the typewriter. Use the typewriter. You push the button and the metal thing comes up and it smashes the letter through the ribbon, uh, into the ribbon, and then it creates the letter on the... This is how I did my term papers in freaking high school. Wow. And college... No, actually high school. Uh, at least middle school, a little bit of high school. I'm going to say no and no. Tina? I have. My grandma had one. I actually loved using it really? all the time. Yeah, I used it all the time. No point for you. Stone. Yes, I have used one. Used wow. It, used to use it in school all the time. Okay. So, okay, that's a lie. So no, I'm, it's not. So I'm I'm the leader right now at, th- at zero. I'm, yeah. at, I'm at zero. You're one over par, and you're three over par. Let's I'm go. sorry. You're two. You're three. Two. And you're three. Stone. Uh, taking photos with a film camera. Taking photos where there's film inside. Tina, yes, you have. It was a disposable retro deal. And Stone, you probably have as well. Yes, I have. Of course I have. Plenty of time. Was it a little green one that zip, 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 click? Zip, 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 click. Disposable camera. You're absolutely right. Shout out to being a mass communications major. Green or yellow. We used to use cameras that weren't disposable. You kept the camera and you bought the film. All right. So you're at three, you're at four, still at zero. Listen to music on a CD. Listen to music on a CD. In your car, Tina, yes, you have. Yes. Stone same. Shout out LimeWire. Of course I have. Oh, yes, LimeWire. Listen to music on a cassette tape. Listen to music on a cassette tape. Tina, no, you haven't. Stone, yes, you have. Tina. Stone, by the way, your body language is too telling. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, try not to. Tina, have you ever listened to music on a cassette tape? I feel like I have, but I can't remember, so I'll give myself a point. Give yourself a point, Stone. Yeah. Shout out Young Bobby. Kid Rock, of course. Jammed out to him on cassette tapes plenty. Kid Rock on cassette tape? Yeah. American Badass? Yeah. That's a shout out to Pops, really, my dad, but yes. Listen to music on a vinyl record. <laughs> I did. I had the Muppet Movie soundtrack on a vinyl record, and I wore that thing out. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? <laughs> Tina, no. Stone, Pops, yes. Tina. I have. 
You have? Yes. Wow. This is a so, tricky one because they're coming back. Vinyl tapes are, are coming back. back. I so, yes. I really want one, have actually. You yes. Okay. All right. Listen to music on a Walkman. On an actual Walkman. That's a small device that the cassette tape went into, and you put it on your waistband and had headphones connected. Walkman, Tina. No. I can't believe I had to explain this. Stone, uh, you never did either. Never seen one in my entire life. I remember um, I, I got one finally one year. <laughs> I got one, finally, like for Christmas. Uh, obviously, I'm still at zero. Yes. Listen to music on a boombox. Boombox. Uh, Tina, you both, well, actually, Stone, yeah, because you're from Rio. Uh, Tina, no. Do you it, ever have a boombox? Well, what's considered a boombox? It's a what do you mean? stereo that you put a bunch of batteries in, and you can put it on your shoulder. It looks the size of a suitcase. No. Yes. Yeah, still, I, knew, I knew you did. Still, I'm pretty in sure Brooklyn, I used one last weekend, actually. Oh Watched a video from a VHS tape. Tina probably wore out Little Mermaid, uh, Aladdin, yes. Mm-hmm. And Stone, uh, yeah, absolutely did. You're from Rio. Porky's on the VHS tape, yep. Porky's? Mm-hmm. Sent or received a fax. Tina, you have to with your job. You have? Yes, I have. Stone, you never have. Stop it. Sign my national letter of intent. Oh, that's How do you think right. That puppy wow. Came Had a MySpace account. Yes for both of you. Yes. I loved MySpace. Prime Mac Miller days, yes. Mm-hmm. I never had a MySpace account. Ooh. Oh. Well, that, that's a good thing, actually. Someone made no, one. No, you would have been great. Like, I would have loved to know how you had your profile, your friends list, your songs. He, he would have been made the one. old guy on the MySpace app creeping us out. We, no way. No shot. At the time, I wasn't an old guy. Yeah, I had a MySpace, <laughs> and I wasn't supposed to have a MySpace. Right. Like, I lied uh, about it. At the time, I'd be prime MySpace guy. <laughs> yeah, you would have I'd be been. wheelhouse. You would have. <laughs> Dummy. Had an AOL email address. Absolutely, Tina did. I still do. Absolutely, Stone did. You still do? I still Stone? do. No, I did not. Wow. I, I did not. I still use mine. I never had an AOL. Mm. AOL. Never. You weren't direct messaging people with that? AIM? What's up, girl? I am? I had Web TV. <laughs> I, oh, I, you didn't have one? At Web TV. I didn't have one. I'm still at... Uh, You're two. What am I two for? AOL and then one of the... My, uh, MySpace. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm at two. Uh, access the internet by dial-up. Of course I had dial-up. I had dial-up to like last week. Tina. I think my parents did, so yeah. <laughs> ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. Beep. No way. All right. Use the phone book. You ever flip open a phone book, run your fingers through alphabetical to find the name of the person, the phone number, Tina? No, you never did. I never used it, but I went through them. That's fine. Stone, you never did. Use Best, as a seat cushion. Stop it. Best prank caller south of the Mississippi River. On a, uh, you use a phone book? <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Sent a postcard. Sent a postcard. No. T- Tina, no. Stone, yes. Absolutely. Long distance relationship. Stop giving away with your body language. Used a paper map to get somewhere. Have you ever been in a car with a paper map and you figure out where that road goes to catch what route to catch what route? Tina, no. No, I would hate to have to ever use I'm so glad for maps. Stone, Stone is from Rio and he's with his old man in the car and there's a paper map in the door panel. Yes. Yeah, I definitely have. It's, it's like one of those things the aunt and uncle pulls it out and you're like, oh God, here goes Aunt Sally. And you just got to rock out with the atlas. So you've actually used a paper map. No doubt. Uh, owned a dictionary. Tina, owned a dictionary. Yes. Stone. Yes, sir. Okay. Owned an encyclopedia. No. Um, I know. Does a sports encyclopedia count? No. Then no, sir. Paid for something with a paper check. Actually, you wrote a check. You, you wrote on it to who you were paying it out to, the amount of money on it, and then you signed it. Yes. I have checks still. Yes, I have. Paper checks. Mm-hmm. Wow. Final score? Stone actually tied. Uh, you guys tied? We tied, and you were at two. Wow. So what did you guys have, like 18? No, we only had eight. Stop it. Yeah. 
You serious? Yeah. Did we impress you or disappoint you? Yeah, we only you? had eight. You guys. I think I missed one of Stones, the disposable camera. Did mm. you actually use that? Absolutely. It's just the audience right now is amazed that you guys did. Yeah. Have the, and, and the two things I didn't have are an AOL address. And a MySpace. And a MySpace. Yeah. Account. There was a MySpace account made like for me, like some fan made it. But I remember like, hey, take a look. You have a page. And then it I said. I MySpace. And then it's, it listed income or whatever. And it said less than $35,000. <laughs> and I said, delete that. <laughs> delete that. And they're like, you can't. Somebody else controls your MySpace. It's, I'm not involved. It was like a fan page. That was my first ever like social media that I had was my face like six. I know I was not allowed to have it. And I had one. What, I never had a what would we have heard coming onto your page? Like some fish, some, uh, no. Lincoln park. Oh, that's right. You, like music, what would like your wallpaper be music played, right? Yeah. yeah you, you got to have multiple songs. So as soon wow. as we clicked on Josh Cohen, well, give me the year, give me the year that would have been like what? 2000. I'm going to say 2003. Six. Yeah. 2006, 2006, 2006. You probably would have heard 2008. You would have heard the Jay-Z Lincoln Park mashup. Ooh, that's tough right there. The one they did for MTV. I like that. Yeah, that was dope. That was dope. <laughs> uh, we come back. We're going to get our Twin Peaks fight picks for UFC Fight Night. Andrade Blankfield tomorrow night. Championship of Cringe. Your mama jokes. Stone versus Tina. We'll pull through that real quick. The home team back in moments on ESPN 106.3. Listening to Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 1063. Twin Peaks Fight Picks in just a second. Tomorrow night is UFC Fight Night. Andrade Blankfield. And Tina's going to give a little insight because Tina watches these fights. And she mm-hmm. talks to Dean about scouting and insight and advantage. And as you're on Levine, accident attorneys, they always have the advantage over the insurance companies. They always have the advantage over the other side. If you were in an accident... If you had a slip and fall accident even, you got injured at work, hurt on the job, call Anajar and Levine. They want to help you take back control of your life. The consultation's always free. They answer the phone 24 hours a day, and you'll always speak directly with an attorney. Call 1-800-747-FREE. 1-800-747-FREE. One more time. 1-800-747-3733. For Anajar and Levine accident attorneys, Take back control of your life. Let us roll right into the Twin Peaks fight picks. I know Stone's got the music bed over there. Hit it real quick. And let's go right to the main card, Tina. And let me ask you first about... You good over there? Okay, do the best you can. Second page, Stone, all the way at the bottom. There you go. Second page, all the way at the bottom. Purple. Let's go Jimmy Miller and Alexander Hernandez in the lightweight division. Jim Miller, Tina, by the way, has had like 51 professional fights. I think he's 35 and 16 lifetime. Um, in this fight, Miller's a plus 180 underdog. Last time we saw him, he beat up Cowboy Cerrone. Then again, who didn't? Oh, who, who you boy. got? I have Alex Hernandez because I think age wins this fight. You know, 
Jim Miller is as old as, as, old as MJ. This so. might, yeah, this might. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. He's not that old. He's old, though. Uh, Josh Parisian and Jamal Pogas. It is Pogas, a minus 260 favorite. This is a heavyweight fight. Are you with me? This one might not go the distance. Yeah, I think Jamal Pog- Pogas, uh, he has just a lot of hype around him right now. So I'm going to go with Jamal. Uh, Stone, this one doesn't go to distance? No way. Looking for a KO here. All right, let's go co-main event of the evening. Jordan Wright and Zach Pagua. Uh, minus 280 lightweight. Uh, excuse me, light heavyweight division. And um, uh, Pauga, excuse me, Pauga's minus 280 favorite against Jordan Wright. Who you got, T? Uh, Pauga, Jordan Wright hasn't won a fight since the Contender Series. And he's been knocked out or submitted by anyone that's basically good. So You got to question his confidence. Mm-hmm. Light heavyweight, though. Anything can happen. Main event of the evening, the great Jessica Andrade and Aaron Blankenfield. Andrade, a minus 125 favorite, according to ESPN.com. And this is, by the way, the main event in the flyweight division. This one's scheduled for five. Short week notice, you said, right, Stone? One week notice? Yep. Tina? I've got Jessica Andrade. She's just that girl, and she can beat anyone but the champ. Yeah, she just, she, she she's a beast, and she, she wins fights. Mm-hmm. She loses to Valentina Shevchenko. Yeah. And that's about it. Mm-hmm. And Valentina loses to Amanda, and that's about it. Yeah. So sometimes you're judged by the company you keep, and she keeps good company. There's your Twin Peaks fight picks. Remember, Twin Peaks, your official fight headquarters off 95 on Palm Beach Lakes Boulevard in West Palm Beach, Pembroke Pines, Davie, more locations south as well. Never pay a cover for the UFC, MMA, or boxing pay-per-views. Twin Peaks. Time now for the, actually, we got to go above and beyond, driven by Land Rover Palm Beach. Above and beyond, driven by Land Rover Palm Beach. And it'll make... Above and beyond, presented by Land Rover Palm Beach. It'll make Stone happy because it's the Boston Bruins. 41 wins, 87 points through 54 games played, both of which are on pace to be the most ever. How much are you enjoying betting the Bruins on a nightly basis? It's free money. They're literally paying my rent in Boston Bruins. Kind of feels that way. <laughs> Above and beyond, you're my land over Palm Beach. They want to help you find your next vehicle. Let them help you do just that. West of the Turnpike on Okeechobee Boulevard in West Palm. You can shop, get a deal done online on your phone at uh, landoverpalmbeach.com. I would recommend that you go visit the lot, however, west of the Turnpike on Okeechobee Boulevard. Meet Matt Atkins, who's the GM, who's worked there for over 30 years. Um, they're great people. You find the exact vehicle that you want. And remember, the service department committed to fixing it right the first time. Complimentary pickup and delivery of your vehicle when the time be. Complimentary loaners as well. LandRoverPalmBeach.com. Land Rover Palm Beach goes above and beyond. Now to the championship of cringe and the Yo Mama jokes. Stoney, you go first. All right, Tina. Yo Mama's so stupid. She put lipstick on her forehead to make up her mind. That was Theo's joke yesterday. Oh! That was literally Theo's joke yesterday. Why'd you, why'd you just cover your mouth? Because that's so pathetic of me. It is pathetic. <laughs> you were producing the show. You were listening. You were and producing he, the show he, yesterday. He was panicking so badly because go. he didn't have one. So Tina, go. Stone, your mama's so ugly. She went into the haunted house and the ghosts ran away. Oh, you can still get away with this one here. Your daily dose of that's cold. <laughs> it's presented by John C. Cassidy, the first and last name in air conditioning and in plumbing. At 42 and 17 this season, the Celtics not only have the best record in the Eastern Conference, it's also the best record at the All-Star break by any team with a rookie head coach over the last 50 years. By the way, Joe Mazzulla, rookie coach, now no longer interim, now full-time. Coming up next, it is High School Lame Day with Cyrus and Stone. Kids, remember, every day above ground. It's a good day. So second night through the bad guy. Good night, bad guy. Have a great weekend. Home team time is almost 6 p.m.
NHR and Levine Accident Attorneys call.